Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck, hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat, starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminac. What's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminac. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Tuesday, March 28th. I don't know. Yeah, 28th, 2023. And this is episode number 633. Hey, hello. I missed you. Did you miss me? I I hope so. I missed you guys a lot. And um, unfortunately... Well, I guess fortunately, it was a super busy day yesterday. Um, had a bunch of stuff I needed to try to get taken care of, and um, got some done. Not all, but uh, close enough, right? So, still got a lot of shit to do. But I was like, I can't not do two days in a row. Now we might leave a little early today. Let Daddy get some more of his shit done, and maybe even some yard work. The next ten days are pretty crazy for me. I'm not going to lie. We've got the Comedy Night at Hop Scholar on uh, Friday, the VID Watch Party on Saturday. Uh, The following Wednesday, we've got the Roast of Houston Sports, and mixed in between there, I've got the show. um, Excuse me, and launching a brand new website slash venture. So pretty busy time in the Laminac household for you, boy, but all good. I mean, these are all good things. High stress, high anxiety uh, for sure. This is why I hate doing my own shows. The the selling the tickets part drives me insane. Um, we have low ticket alert for Hopscholar, but it's still like, come on, it just kills me. I want to I want the thing sold out like weeks in advance, and that's not happening. So, um, but you know, like I said, it could be worse. I could just be sitting around with nothing to do. So uh, I'll take it. Plenty to get to today. Like I said, maybe maybe a skosh. Uh, early dismissal uh, gets you to your uh, gets you to your buses early so you can get home from school and watch watch maybe grab some extra cartoons. I don't know. I don't know how it works. I don't have kids anymore. I don't even remember. I used to walk home from school. So all that bus rigmarole, like I think I walked or drove to school the vast majority of my school career. Is it? It's not a career. What would it be? My school. Life, my school days. Oh God, this hat is itching me. I, I hate wearing hats, but look at the hair. Look at oh my God, God damn. So yeah, I'm wearing the hat. Um, what would it be? School, my childhood. I don't know, but I started walking to school in like the third grade, and the only reason I didn't walk in the second grade is we weren't close enough. We my my parents got divorced. Uh, I'm going to say I was like six or seven. We ended up moving new school. Couldn't walk. Finally ended up moving to a school where I could walk. And now the rest is history, man. I walked to school through the end of elementary school 
all through junior high, all three years of junior high. So I did third, fourth, fifth grade, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. I walked in the ninth and part of the tenth, got a car, which sucked. Uh, so half walked, half drove my uh, sophomore year, and then got a better car for my junior and senior year. So I literally never rode the bus, not after the second grade. So for all you losers, heck yeah, see, they used to ride the bus to school. I don't even know how I got went down this path, but whatever. You guys are nerds. Uh, Cherry, thank you, sweetie. That was a weird delay. Cherry, thank you for the resub. I'm sneaking this at work. Have a great day. Love you, Cherry. Thank you, boo-boo. Yeah, don't put me on speaker there. Now that I know where you work, that'd be a ba- really bad thing to do, Cherry. If you put me on speaker, I'll talk a gang of shit. Uh, real quick, I want to say a couple things before we get into the show. And thank you again, Cherry. That's 12 months now that Cherry has been Blessed, blessed, bless up, Cherry, bless up. Um, I don't know what I did right, but the last couple of weeks I've been invited back. Uh, flip you, uh, Barry. What does that mean? Flip me? Why? Why each of the? Oh, one of those nerds. I got you. Okay. Um. Well, that's your fault. Um. On um on um me on um on on name uh, yells. Fuck, I can't, I never say these names, fuck! Back of the bus was a makeout session. I mean, I guess. I guess. What was, uh, it was usually just like, you know, two dudes back there making out on our bus. I went to Jersey Village. We were very progressive. It's not true. Um, I, I do want to say uh, shout out and hi to a couple of folks. First of all, Tony the Handsome, is he here? I don't think he's here yet. I haven't done the chat yet. But I don't think Tony the Handsome is here yet. But he did turn in his points to become a VIP, baby! Uh, so Tony the Handsome is a VIP, and uh, I'm going to make that happen. He did it right before we went off the air last week, and then obviously we missed on Monday. So I'm going to add Tony the Handsome right now. I'm over here on the community tab. Add new Tony the Handsome VIP save. Do you guys get like a notice or anything uh, when I, uh, what's up, Lordy? Do you guys get a notice like when I make you a VIP? Probably not. That's okay. Um, but just just curious if you did or not. All right. Um, let's see. So we got, all right, cool. We got Tony added as a VIP. Also want to say shout out to the following. So the last couple of weeks, oh, Tony the Handsome is here. What's up? Uh, what's up, Flaming Delta? VIP filling up quick. It is. We're going to run out here pretty soon. Um, so the last couple of weeks, I've been invited by Twitch Sports and Twitch to take part in uh, the Super Fan Face-Off show, which they do periodically for various sporting events. They've done it for Super Bowl, college football. Um, now they're doing it for March Madness College Basketball. I was assigned. I was assigned. Assigned. <laughs> uh, San Diego State, Aztecs, as my fan uh, to be the super fan of that squad fortunately for me i guess they've done pretty well and i keep getting invited back and uh it's been fun i've been really enjoying my time doing the super fan face off it's been a lot of fun 
Uh, if you'd never get a chance to watch one, or if you ever get a chance to watch one, you should, if you've never seen one, a lot of fun, just kicking it. You know, you put the game on, you put Twitch on and you listen to us and watch the game and have a good time. And, uh, I try to crack a lot of jokes and make it interesting. And Hey man, we, uh, we picked up quite a few, uh, new, uh, followers because of it. So shout out to Twitch sports for the follow that y'all wasn't following me. Um, bash world 2k. Thank you for the follow snake man's 24 TX Valley Padfoot. And like I said, Twitch uh, Sports. And then also, I got to say thank you to Terrence Wright. Yesterday, we didn't do a show. I killed it uh, right before. But he said, what's good, Barry on deck and my deckhead brothers and sisters? Let's go. And he sent 17 bitties. That's my bad, pimp. I wasn't here for you, my bad. Alan Denson, thank you for the 100 bits, brother. All right, I am caught up. Now, if I seem a little subdued today, your boy is rocking a headache pretty bad. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because I haven't been drinking a lot or uh, if I haven't been drinking as much Diet Coke, but your boy is, my, my lid is pounding, so not good. But let's go. Let's go. We got shit to do. We got uh, Apollo Dez going to be joining me at 315 Talk MLB and the Astros, so don't miss out on that. Um, and yeah, we're going to have a good time. Let's get to the chat. If you're new to the program, chat is the shout out to the chat, not the past tense of shit. It's me saying hello to the people that make this show possible. You guys. Uh, all right. I see AJB. Although he wasn't early. He wasn't first by any stretch. First was DJ Maddie at 116. Happy respect your cat day. <laughs> Fuck them cat. Fuck them cats. Fuck them kids. Okay? Both of them. Uh, Alan Denson and DJ Maddie were in very early. Um, uh, excuse me. So, what's up to both of them? Alan, boy, he was having a long-ass conversation with himself. And then Bryant Pettit got in early. And then I see, I spy with my little brown eye. Oh, that's your butthole. Never mind. My eyes aren't brown. Uh, Aaron J. Bryant's in the building. What's up, AJB? Good to see you, homie. Uriel Villanueva got here earlier. That's what's up. Uh, John Dory and the other Villanueva bro, Alex Villanueva, is here. Uh, John Dory, hello. Flip, how are you, my friend? Howdy to Flip. And Chris Reyes, Mr. 1%. Hey, Reyes, do they not let you put the percent sign in your name? It says Chris Reyes, Mr. 1. I was just curious. I didn't know. If uh, they didn't allow that. Oh, my sweet, sweet Donna is here. Hello, Donna. Thank you for being here, sweetie. Cisco's in the building all the way from high. So high from high. Uh, E2D showed up. E2D, thank you for being here, uh, homeboy. Uh, who else? Brian Pettit is in the building. Lordy. What's up, Lordy? Oh, no, I'm not a legend. I wish. I wish. Uh, I uh, I am a legend in the not making. Um yeah, but we're, I'm happy to be here. And I appreciate you coming back, man. It's good to see you back on the show. Good to see you in the chat. Terrence is in the building. What's up, Terrence and Ivan? And that's the last time I let Ivan talk me into parlays. I, I put out a parlay. It was the fucking worst. Jesus Christ, it was awful. I don't think one of my teams hit on that parlay. Man, fuck Bama and U of H. Um, Terrence is in the building. What's up? Uh, E2D, I got... Anamuelos. I don't think I'm saying that right, but uh, but Anamuelos, thank you for being here. CC, what's up, girl? Well, 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 look who's here. Yeah, you are. Um, Laude, Tony the Handsome, what's up? Flaming Delta, how are you? Thank you for being here. Barry was trendsetter in the back of the bus. Uh, no, I never rode the bus. So that would be a false statement. Um, I don't know. Sean hates stuff. Good to see you. Yeah, you do get an icon for VIP, but I didn't know if it like told you 
you got an icon for being a VIP. Uh, who else is here? Doot, doot, doot. Donna, Nightbot, you raggedy bitch. What's up, Ryan Watson? Good to see you, brother. Uh, currently in deathbed. Oh, fuck. What's wrong, man? Oh, you got COVID. Fuck. I'm sorry, Ryan. That's the worst, dude. Oh, my God. I mean, I've never had it because I wash my hands, but um, yeah, dude, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, I feel for you, man, and I, I'm sorry you got it. I hope you're vaxxed so it's not too bad or last too long, um, but uh, get well soon, man. Uh, all my best to you. And Hey, yeah, pop it on and listen, and uh, maybe I'll uh, brighten up your day a little bit. Who knows? Or not. Uh, either way. Um, shots so the headache goes away. I like your thinking, Alex Villanueva. I am going to do a shot. Steven, another guy said, I hear that. The pharmacy screwed up my antidepressant, and I've been off for a week, and I feel like shit. Yeah, that sucks. That really sucks. Um, who else? Ivan. Uh, the real real. What's up, Lisa? Good to see you. Uh, how's the wood? The wood is, uh, it's Okay. Wood is okay. What's up, PP Dubs? Good to see you, buddy. Yeah, your horns fucked it up too, Dubs. My parlay was shit. And I had the horn. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Uh, let's see. Da -da 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 -da. Where did I have that parlay at? Where did I have my parlay? I tweeted it out. I know I did that. And I was like, don't fucking follow. And I think it was Chase Breedlove who was like, I'm tailing. I was like, do not tail. Tail at your own risk, and he did. And well, that was his bad. Uh, that was his bad for sure. His bad. Where is it? Where was my parlays? Um, nope, nope. What is this? Premier patient. Oh, I was like, what the fuck is that? That was me retweeting CC stuff. Uh, no, I don't see what frick I did with my parlay stuff. It was not good. It was like the the complete opposite of a how you want to parlay stuff. Uh, that's all I know. Let's see. Profile. Where the, oh, here it goes. Here it is. Got it. Uh, we need to talk about Elon Musk, too. This stupid ass. He's a fucking idiot. He's, he's screwing everything up. All right. Here's your boy's dumbass parlay. Uh, chrome resize. There we go. Look, look at this shit. Look, look at this bullshit. You, you better put some water on that shit. Look at this. I had Bama gave the points. Fail. Fucking fail. Fail. Um, I had Miami. Okay. Got that. But then, I mean, it was already screwed after Bama. Um, and then I had Princeton plus 10. Let's see. Hold on. Let me pull up the scores here. Scores Friday. Uh, shit. I had Xavier. Oh, that's not what's happening. Yeah, I had uh, what the f what was this? What is going on? Oh, that's right, it was on the 24th. So I had Xavier uh, and four and a half, and that didn't get me shit. They lost. So I lost that. I had Princeton plus 10, and they lost by 11. So I missed that. I had Miami plus seven and a half. That hit. They, they beat U of H that night, 89-75. And I had Bama minus seven, and they, they lost by seven. So 
Whatever I do when it comes to college basketball, do not tail. I'm the, do the opposite of what I do because I don't know shit. I tried to put together a formula. <clears throat> I tried to modify the Laminator 5000. Nope. Uh, fucking nope. So, damn that. I am retired from college basketball wagering. I think I have like one uh, wager still out. Rookie, no, let's see. what. Where's my wagers at? Open bets. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I had Texas. Um, my, uh, hold on. Uh, what the shit? What the shit? So I, uh, I had Texas. I placed a single bet on Texas to win it all. Fuck. And I had, uh, I placed, um, a little bullshit futures on a three seed winning it all. There was a bunch of three seeds left at the time. So that seems smart. And now there are um, absolutely none. Uh, there's two fives, a four and a nine. Let's talk about that for a second, huh? Let's talk about the fact that there's the highest seed left is a four seed UConn. And they, they're pretty tough. A lot of people think that they're the odds on favorite. In fact, let's see Bovada men's tournaments. Ah, where's the futures at? Come on, futures. There we go. Um, what in the heck? There we go. So this is the futures. You've got Connecticut at a minus one twenty five to win it all. San Diego State is second at plus three sixty five. Florida is a plus five hundred, and Florida Atlantic, the nine seed, is a plus six hundred. Um, and that is to win it all, to to be your next natty champ. So um, there's that. Uh, you know, if you're looking for value, maybe San Diego State at plus three sixty five. I guess if if that's your thing. Um, but yeah, that's it. And then I got there. You see my two wagers left. Just throw a little something something on there. It's like, oh, you know what? I like that. Let's just fuck around and try something. Just throwing out little dollars here, little five dollars there, little ten dollars here. I think I lost about fifty bucks on the tournament so far. So fuck this tournament, fuck them kids. Uh, all right, we got to the chat. the The women's final four was more appealing. Yeah, I don't know from a wagering perspective though. Shit, if I can't gamble on men's basketball, I'm certainly not going to be smart enough to gamble on women's. What's up, Sensei Bullrock? At least with the men's, I watched some of it the first couple rounds and saw a bunch of teams and was like, okay, maybe once we get into the Elite Eight, I can, nope. It's tough to predict, man. Tough to predict. Better pay for that furniture. What? I don't know what that means. Sean says, I'm all for Cinderella's, but this Final Four is trash. Um, I don't know what's causing the headache, by the way, Flip. I have no idea. It might be allergies. It might be just me being in this house for too fucking long and you got to do some yard work. I don't know. It's a good question. Uh, where the fuck did it go? Yeah. So speaking of the Cinderella's thing, uh, Alan said, oh, the show started awesome. Um, yeah, this whole, I, I don't mind it. You know what I mean? As long as it's good basketball. And I tell you what, I've watched enough San Diego State games now. Uh, through the super fan face off with Twitch Sports and Twitch, that there it's a fun they're they're a decent watch, but they they'll mess you up you know defensively, um, but they can still put up some points so I don't mind it 
I don't mind. Um, I don't mind these. I mean, UConn can get after it. Miami's a fun watch. Only team I haven't really seen is FAU. I don't know what they look like. So, but I think I think the teams that are left. Miami's one of those teams that uh, I heard a lot of noise coming into the tournament about. And they were like, you know, they're going to be scary. But I didn't believe it, but there they are. Um, I tailed on the Texas one, my fault. Damn it, Ivan, I knew it. That's why it lost shit. <sighs> Son of a bitch. Um, let's see, UConn mashing everyone, probably. That's probably the safe bet. Worst final four ever. I don't know about that. A lot of uh, low seeds, though. FAU winning it all would be hilarious. Wouldn't it, though, Flimsy Cherry? That would be That would be one of those things where if that happened, one, one, football teams that are not Power 5 elites are going to be like, see, see. See, this is why you need more than four teams in the national championship playoffs. This is why you should have eight or 16. Yeah. So, oh, my God. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. I gotta, I'm sweating. I'm hot. My head hurts. Jesus, what's going on? I had to loosen this thing up a bit more. Uh, congrats to the Lady Tigers in the Final Four. There you go. I wouldn't. I couldn't even tell you. I have not watched a single second of ladies' uh, college basketball. Not during the regular season or the tournament, unfortunately. Uh, Aztec Warrior, let's go San Diego. Yeah, they're kind of my team now. They're my adopted team. Uh, in fact, Twitch Sport reached out and they were like, hey, uh, as San Diego State made it to the Final Four, you must be good luck. You want to do Super Fan Face Off on Saturday? I was like, mm, I can't. I got a VID watch party to do with my homies, with my peeps. And uh, the lady that runs it all was like, oh, that's right. You told me that. And speaking of, look at that professional transition. Speaking of the VID watch party, if you have not RSVP'd yet, you still have time to RSVP, but you're cutting it close. Uh, we are down to the wire April 1st at Kobo's. We've got the uh, VID watch party for all of the Patreon members. We're Look, at the end of the day, what is it? It's just an excuse for all of us to get together and hang out and watch the Final Four and eat and drink. And I'm going to give a bunch of shit away. Uh, cool stuff. And it's just going to be fun. It's just going to be a good time. Um, and we've never really had an official get-together um, officially, right, for Barry on Deck related. So it was about time. So I'm looking forward to it. We've got quite a few RSVPs already. I think it sounds like in a lot of ways we're about to, if all of you show up that RSVP'd, first of all, if all of you show up that RSVP'd, uh, we have uh, 48 people have RSVP'd. Now, that's that could be 24 people and a plus one. Some of you RSVP'd by yourself, uh, but everybody was allowed to bring a plus one. Do I think there's going to be 48 people? Probably not. I'm guessing closer to 25 to 30, maybe. Oh, I got some in my eye. Um, but still, I'm excited about it. So we've got a ton of door prizes that we're giving away. We're going to raffle them off at like, we're going to do four per game. There's two games. And so the prizes include a $50 Amazon gift card, two $25 cash prizes, 
Um, a swag bag from Barry on deck, the new gear, not the stuff you already have. You're going to get a new love each other shirt. You're going to get the a welcome to the land where it just don't stop shirt. Uh, and then I'll give you a new uh, shirt that says Barry on deck on black since those aren't really uh, out yet. Um, and, and um, we'll see. Maybe I'll, if I have them, maybe I'll throw in a hat. If I have them in time, I'm hoping to have them in time for you guys to uh, to cop on your own at the watch party if you want. But that's going to be one of the prizes. So you got the two cash prizes, the Amazon gift card, the Barry on Deck swag bag. You've got uh, VIP tickets to the Roast of Houston Sports on the following Wednesday. So we'll be giving away two tickets to that. You got an Apollo uh, HOU or an Apollo Media swag bag with some shirts in it. And Kobo's is giving away some swag as well. And I don't know what the eighth prize is yet, but we'll figure it out. I don't know what it's going to be or if we, I don't remember if we said what it is, but, uh, but yeah, those are some of the things. And that's just going to be random raffle. You show up, we'll get you a ticket. Uh, So I'm looking forward to seeing everybody. RSVP is in your uh, inbox and I'll be sending out a reminder one more time. And we have game times now too, by the way. So start time is the game time. So now start time is 504. That's the official uh, I believe that's the official start time of the of the games. Let me see. Let me go to uh shit. Where is it? Men's Skidge. Yeah. Okay. So six o'clock. No. What is that? That's fucking. That's the NIT semifinals. Does nobody give a shit about that? Who? How many of y'all are watching the NIT tournament? Put your hands down. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of. Put your stupid hand down. Put your big, dumb, stupid hand down. All right, 509 tip-off for the Florida Atlantic-San Diego State game. And then 749 tip-off for Miami and UConn. We'll be there for both. And you should, too. We're just going to hang out. It's going to be good times. So, come hang out with us. Make sure you RSVP. Um, and I'm seeing some really cool names that I haven't seen in a while that have rsvp So, looking forward to it. Ah, let's see. Ah, what the hell? Let's see. Who doesn't love prizes? Right, 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 right. Uh, let's see. I would love to go, but I have my nephews coming over. That sucks, dude. Well, would like to see you there, E2D. Um, But, yeah. Let's see. What the hell? What in the hell? Oh, and, well, I mean, you could go E2D, but uh, it's for current Patreon members. So, like, if the raffle and stuff, like, it's for uh, all of our current in good standing Patreon members. So, if you haven't, if you didn't get an invite and you were like, what the hell, either your Patreon lapsed or... Uh, you had canceled or your credit card got declined or something like that. So uh, we only sent the invites out to folks that were current uh, Patreon members. So if you didn't get it and you are, hit me up. I'll get you the info. You can RSVP that way. Uh, and we will be checking at the door as well. So, um, yeah, there's that. All right. And the other thing I want to tell you real quick, uh, don't forget this Friday, March 31st. We normally do them on Saturdays, but he couldn't do it. Uh, on a Saturday, which is it all worked out well because then we could do the VID watch party the next day. Uh, Comedy Night at Hop Scholar is happening. It goes down this Friday. 
I almost said Saturday. This Friday um, at uh, XFL betting greater than uh, NIT betting, says Evil Death. Eh, uh, I'll skip both. I'm good. I'll pass on both. Uh, even if your team is in NIT, you should not watch it. Send a message. They need to do better. Yeah, I I just wouldn't want to watch it. I mean, like, I, I root for the Aggies. Eh, I mean, I root for U of H. But um, I'm an Aggie fan, especially football-wise. But there's no way I would watch the Aggies it, it play in the NIT. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. I wouldn't watch them play in the pool and weed eater bowl. Why the fuck would I watch them play in the NIT tournament? Um, so real fast, I, I was going to put the link to the tickets. If you haven't got your tickets yet, what's the Billy Birch slash hop ticks? Oh, three, two, three. I believe that's right. Check that link out. That's the link to tickets for hop scholar. If you want to come check out Billy D I'll say this, I'll say this. Uh, he has already asked me. Hey, B, can they accommodate my keyboard? I want to uh, do some uh, play some stuff while I'm there. And if you haven't seen Billy D play keyboard and do comedy, it is next level shit. I mean, next level shit. Okay. Um, in fact, I should download one and let you guys see it. Let's see. Let's see if I can find a Billy D clip. Let's see. Billy D Washington comedian. Uh, where's his keyboard at? Uh, this is, I want the fucking barroop. Oh my God. It's so good. Oh, excuse me. Burp. Um, nope. I can't find one. Well, I'm sure they exist. I probably need to go to his, uh, uh, social medias. I'm looking on YouTube and I doubt there'll be a whole lot there. Um, but it's so much fun. His music and comedy combined is just next level. He's a great performer along with being a great comic. So I'm super excited about it. You guys are in for an absolute treat. He's one of my dear, dear friends. One of my best friends in comedy, actually. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So make sure you check it out. And then lastly, last thing I'll plug, uh, and then we'll move on. Don't forget, the Roast of Houston Sports goes down April 5th at the Houston Improv. ImprovTX.com, I think, for tickets. Improv, yeah. ImprovTX.com forward slash Houston here. I'll post that. If you want to go to that because you can't make it to Hop Scholar or the VID Watch Party or any of that other shit, get on it, man. The link is right there in the chat for you to get tickets to that as well. What did Lisa say? NIT Championship to see who's the best of the worst. <laughs> That's so accurate, Lisa. Uh, there you go. So Houston Improv, the roast of Houston sports. Right now, I am excited. We've got special guests coming to this. So it's myself, it is Jesse Payton, and Nathaniel Amador right now. That are the three comics. Trey Tutson had to drop out. However, however, uh, I have secured the services of one Paul Gallant of ESPN Radio here in Houston, Texas. Paul Gallant going to be a guest roaster. And um, also on the panel or doing some roasting, Tishon Shannon. Now, you might be asking yourself, who the heck is Tishon Shannon? Oh, well, he's only an Emmy Award-winning writer who is one of the longest-tenured writers on Saturday Night Live. And he's also a stand-up comic, going to be in the house, going to be doing some roasting. So he's a huge sports fan, too. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Get your tickets. The link is in the chat, improvtxhouston.com. All right. <sighs> I'll be so glad. I'm not going to lie. I'll be glad when all these events... 
uh, when all these events are, are over with. I mean, I'm excited about them and it's cool and you know, it's it all that, but man, it is the anxiety and the nerves just killing me. All right, let's do some, uh, oh shit. I got slides. I got two slides. I got to make them real fast. That's my bad. You know, I'm out of practice. I missed a day. Um, we got two slides because I've got your sports headlines, but I also, I also, we also have a birthday in the house that we didn't get to celebrate yesterday. Oh, wait, no. Today's the 28th. Uh, so we got to do both of those, and hopefully that, that birthday shot um, is the, does the trick, right? Uh, oh, hopefully. All right, let me set this slide up for your uh, sports headlines, and we'll get into that. There we go. Let's do that first, and then we'll do a birthday. All right, here are your sports headlines for the day. There has been a bid, according to sources at least, there has been a bid entered to purchase the Washington Commanders for $6 billion. $6 billion. That is insane amount of money. That is crazy. And, um, man, good for whoever put that bid in. Sheesh. Uh, I mean, it's obviously they need new ownership because um, what's his name? Uh, a whistle britches. Not, not a, a Dan Snyder. A shitty owner, a shitty human being, um, a, a garbage human in person. So, uh, good for good for Washington and the D.C. area for getting rid of him and getting a new owner uh, eventually. But, boy, that new owner is going to pay a grip. Expect concession stand prices to go up and parking and all that shit because they got to pay for it. Um, some some soap, or, uh, soap opera type shit going on in Baltimore. Lamar Jackson has requested a trade from the Baltimore Ravens. But when he requested it, not yesterday, not over the weekend. No, March 2nd, they had kept it under wraps. What's up, Dick Willie? They had kept it under wraps since March 2nd. By the way, this is pretty cool. You know, I just acknowledged uh, Dick Willie. I'd like to point that out. I want to show you something. I didn't know that this did this, but now I can see. Now that I see it, I'm like, oh, I'm on to you, bitches. I'm on to you, bitches. This is no knock, so don't take it that way. So, like, this is the screen you see uh, in in uh, Twitch and the streamers in the dashboard, right? This is what I see when I'm when I'm working, right? So, I got all my shit over here. If I do need to do a poll or we do a raid or I want to mark something a bit that I did, here's some of the chat. This lets me know, like, hype trains and stuff like that. There's your bits leaders and all that. Uh, but one of the things that it also shows me, what the fuck? Is do you see that little icon right there? That little uh, closed eye icon. That lets me know that Dick Willie is not watching the show. Dick Willie is listening only. And by the way, Dick Willie, just so you know, if you care, which you may not, uh, you definitely don't count as a viewer uh, to the show uh, towards the stats. So what the fuck, man? What the fuck, man? Uh, yeah, that's, that's, uh, it's all right. I'm just, I'm just fucking with you. Hey, listen, you're here. I appreciate that. I don't care, but that I didn't notice that before. So that's like a new thing that they have. And then there's your, uh, there's subscriber badges. There's a founder, there's a VIP. Uh, and then that's how I can time you out and ban you or delete a message. So, but I just noticed that the other day I was like, Oh snap, look at that. Uh, you can change your identity. What? 
How do you change your identity? I don't understand that. Uh, what did Steven say? Didn't the Texans keep Deshaun's trade request under wraps for a while too? I don't think they did, uh, but I'm not 100% sure. Uh, why does truck driver Pookie just post penis for no reason? Alex, did you place the bid on Washington? So, And then Alan Denson used his points to go get a cat. So let's go disrupt uh, one of our children and, and make them sad. All right, but we got to get through these headlines first. So let's do that and our birthday, and then I'll go get a cat. Uh, damn, it's almost 3 o'clock already. Oh, that's right. We did start late. All right, so Lamar Jackson... Um, Requested the trade back on March uh, 2nd, which is crazy enough. Now, I got an email. I get the uh, athletic sends me stuff on occasion. Here's some new layers or new wrinkles to this whole Lamar Jackson business. Um, I'm going to read these to you. Let me let me move this over here. That's a little better. Uh, Jackson said he asked the Ravens for a trade on March 2nd, adding that the team had not been, quote, interested in meeting my value, end quote. Um, so they kept it under wraps for quite a while, actually, but why for weeks now, Jackson has been free to negotiate a contract with other teams. Um, and if they sign him, that would cost them two first round picks if Baltimore let him walk. Um, so basically if they were going to trade for Lamar Jackson, would they trade two first round picks for him? Probably not. And this is one of the reasons why teams were hesitant, I think, to sign him, which it doesn't make sense. I mean, your team's obviously better with Lamar Jackson. Most teams are going to be better with Lamar Jackson than not. But it said a trade for Jackson might cost more than that. So it seems Jackson isn't finding many suitors on the open market. Um, Harbaugh handled an ambush well, it says, when they were uh, doing a media day yesterday. He was kind of ambushed with the, hey, uh, sources are saying Lamar Jackson asked for a trade on March 2nd. Are you planning on him being there? And he's like, yeah, I love Lamar. Um, yeah, want him back. He's a, a, you know, love to see him as a Raven, blah, 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 blah. Coach speak, coach speak, coach speak. So pretty, pretty weird times going on right now. Uh, Lamar, no agent. You can't help but wonder, by the way, you can't help but wonder if Lamar Jackson had an agent, would he still be going through these issues? Would he still be having these problems or would this have already been handled? It's a, it's more on his plate for sure that I don't think he needs to be dealing with. But the question becomes, does he, does he need to acquiesce? Does he need to relinquish control of this and just say, fuck it, I'm going to get an agent. And I would say at this point, yes, yes, he should. Um, it's it's obviously not going well for him, right? I mean, Baltimore's pretty much like, nah, we're not spending all that money. I don't know why Baltimore doesn't see him as worth it. That's the perplexing thing is, is, is Lamar, are you going to find a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson if you're Baltimore? I don't know how. I don't know how, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what that looks like, but I, I can't imagine you do. Now, there's the whole concept of, well, you know, teams that win the Super Bowl don't have a lot of money invested in their quarterback. Um, they're usually on rookie deals or, you know, they're, they're, they're somewhere in the middle as far as salary cap goes, which isn't exactly true now because KC won and Patrick Mahomes is getting paid. But, I mean, statistically, yeah, that's usually how it, it works out. Um, you get a quarterback, they're good, they're, they're on a rookie deal. 
and and then you don't pay them or you do and if you do you never see the super bowl again technically statistically that's how it goes but i mean if you're the ravens you f- i feel like lamar jackson was kind of the straw that stirs the drink there so i don't know i think you got to you got to if you think that that's your best chance you got you got to resign but they're playing hardball. More like hardball. <laughs> okay, that was stupid. Uh, sources are saying that Rodney Terry has agreed to a five-year deal to remain, to strip the interim tag off and become the University of Texas men's head basketball coach. Good for Terry. Happy for Terry. Uh, I think it was ridiculous the way that the Longhorns slow played this and didn't comment and weren't publicly backing him. Like, well, we don't do that on the up, bro. What he did in this season of turmoil with Chris Beard getting let go because of domestic violence charges being filed against him later dropped. That's a lot. That's a lot to deal with. And, you know, Terry never had a huge amount of success wherever else he was. What's his coaching record? Let's look it up. Rodney Terry. Uh, But, you know, and I, I can't say that I knew shit much about him. But, man, when he would do those interviews and stuff, you could tell those kids love him. Uh, they love playing for him, and he he fit in well at Texas. So, uh, Rodney Terry, next uh, head coach of the Texas Longhorns. Here's his coaching career. So, his playing career, he played at St. Edwards from uh, 85 to 90. He's 55. Oh, man, this makes me feel old now that I'm approaching these ages. Uh, he was a St. Edwards assistant. Man, that was right out of college. Uh, I guess he knew he was going to be a coach. Um, he was a high school assistant at Bowie, Somerville High School, high school, Baylor assistant, UNC Wilmington assistant. He was an assistant at Texas. And then I guess he went on to become the Fresno head coach. I guess. Uh, UTEP, he was an assistant at Texas, interim head coach at Texas, and now the uh, head coach at Texas. So overall coaching record, 185 and 165. Uh, in college, 64 and 34 in high school. So, um, look, you, you can't knock what the dude did. His his resume isn't, like, uh, great, but he's got those kids playing well. Uh, they're, they're, they're a force. They, they, they showed well in the tournament, and he absolutely uh, deserved to be given the, uh, the head coaching job, in my opinion, so. Good on you, Texas, for doing the right thing. All right, last thing on the sports headlines. Stop me if you've heard this before. The Nets are shutting down Ben Simmons. What? I know. Ben Simmons done for the rest of the season, which, I mean, what is that really? But Ben Simmons is going to be shutting it down. Always hurt. Ben Simmons is the Zion Williamson of the East. That's it. Ben Simmons just, yeah, uh, Eric Rosendo says, what's up, man? Eric said, first time Texas basketball does something right. You feel like it, right? Uh, it's kind of got that vibe, but good for them. Uh, but Ben Simmons being shut down, dude, just, it sucks, man. You know, I was talking to Joel Blank last week during our uh, NBA conversation, and I asked him, was it time to pronounce Zion Williamson a bust? And he was like, nah, 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 son, too soon, too Heck soon. Yeah. It, well, okay, B. Hannon. Thank you for the resale, buddy. Let's go. 
Much appreciated. Um, but yeah, I mean, Simmons has just been an absolute train wreck. You know, we know he's a great uh, on and off ball defender, a perimeter defender, wing defender. He can guard you down low. He can go, he can actually hold guards. He can, you can't post him up. Like he's defensively Ben Simmons is legit shutdown defender. Uh, he's a good passer. He's a, he can, you know, um, run a break. He's just an awful shooter. It really is the big knock. Um, that said, I just can't stay healthy. And I don't know if it's mental, physical, or both, but boy, it's he's borderlining on bust for me there as well. So we'll see what goes. Uh, let's see. Lurking. What's up, One Deep? Thank you for the lurk, buddy. Uh, man, my head hurts. I got to go take some more aspirin. Uh, click the icon next to typing box. I no, that just says emotes. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have that. I don't. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. Chat typing box. Boop. Oh, high defensive language. Readable colors. Oh, identity. <gasps> ah. How do you change this? Like, what do you? Can you type something else? Hide badge flare. Oh, that's interesting. I see. Barry's going to change his identity. He is now a female. Shut up, Rudy Rod. Jerk. Be trying to. You just wish because you you want to hit it. You want to have sex uh, with female Barry. Uh, what the frick was this? Let's see. I doubt it, but Texas gets Lamar. Oh, Dick Willie said, I doubt it, but if the Texans get Lamar, is it as simple as just give up the Cleveland picks? Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know what. I think it's a first-rounder this year and a first-rounder next year. I'm not exactly sure what the compensatory picks are for Lamar. Is it? it surely it's not two this year. I don't think it would be. It would be ridiculous. Um, but I don't think the Texans would do that. I, I don't, I think they're, they're not far enough along in the rebuild to warrant going out and getting a Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is a guy that needs to go to a team that's ready to win. Lamar Jackson's a guy that needs to go to a contender. That's just a quarterback away. We talked about Denver, right? With Russ Wilson. We talked about the jets going out and getting Aaron Rodgers. Maybe it's Miami. Maybe it's San Francisco. Maybe it's. You know, the Colts said that they're interested and they're willing to trade for him, um, but how, what are they willing to give up? But I could see the Colts making some hay, right? Maybe it's the Titans. There's a there's a ton of options on good teams that need a quarterback that are close. Um, the Texans aren't one of them, so I don't think that would be the case. Let's see. That's true. Watson has an agent with similar bullshit.com. Isn't his agent his mom? I No, I think she's involved, but she can't be his agent. You can only be an agent if you're an approved agent by the NFL Players Association. In fact, there was a memo that went around last week, maybe on Friday. But apparently some dude was calling around on Lamar's behalf. And the league had to send out a memo that said, hey, first of all, that's not allowed. And second of all, no team is allowed to negotiate with an agent that's not represent or uh, registered with the NFL Players Association. So, no, his mom is not his agent. 
He just needs to come down on his guaranteed money demands. <clears throat> but but let me ask you this, Catfish, which I get it. You know what? He's asking for the world, and is he is he worth it? I mean, maybe. It depends on the team he goes to, right? Is that is he worth that to the Texans? No. Is he worth that to the Patriots? Maybe. Is he worth that to a contender? Probably. Um, but yeah, I I don't know that he needs to um, come down on his asking price because he's setting the market, right? If Deshaun Watson got that money, Lamar Jackson has more skins on the wall than Deshaun Watson, and he's less problems off the field. So I, I think that's the market that's been set. If you want to be mad at anybody, don't be mad at Lamar Jackson. Be mad at Cleveland. Be mad at the Browns for giving Deshaun Watson that contract. That's who, that's who people need to be pissed at. That's the market now. So, um, but I bet if you, I bet if you, his current agent, he would disagree with you. Well, okay. Uh, Brady was never paid. Yeah, but that was by choice because he knew how to, he, he knew in order to build and sustain that excellence, he couldn't be Lamar. will just go get legal zoom to get his contract worked out. That's funny as fuck. Steven, somebody do a comparison in between Lamar and Allen. Quite drastic, but the argument is, are they still close in skill? I don't know. That's subjective. Uh, Roddy Terry deserves it and good for him. I believe he can lead UT Longhorns to success in the SEC in the future. Maybe so. Uh, Baltimore just doesn't operate like that. They gave Ray Lewis and Terrell Suggs a hard time, too. Well, and sometimes that's going to backfire on you. Texas and Chris Beard's new team, Ole Miss, in same conference soon. That's interesting. Yep. Ah, first time Texas basketball got it right. Like the hire. Man, Philly fans were finally right about something. Getting rid of Ben Simmons right on uh, Lombardi's chat. GPT to negotiate his contract. Hugh Dab, that's hilarious, by the way, bro. <laughs> Nasty Nate said Cleveland fucked up the market. Yeah, they did. What's up, Drake? Good to see you, pimp. Uh, thanks for being here. Uh, what's up, Amos? Zion actually wants to play. I think Ben could care less. Probably true, too. Uh, I think we have a much better O-line, a D-line, the best secondary we've ever had. Oh, my God, Titans or Colts. Get him. We are screwed. I don't. I wouldn't say that the best secondary we've ever had. I wouldn't. I would disagree with you on that. I wouldn't say that the Texans have the best secondary. But uh, it's trending in the right direction. Trending. Uh, see, another guy, most teams don't have to change anything for Lamar. They'll all run some version of the offense. True, true, true. All right. All of those are facts. Let's real quick. We've got uh, coming up in about four minutes. I just heard him check into the green room. So um, we're going to get to Apollo Dez or Dez from Apollo Media here in just a second. Before we do that, though, real quick, I promise you we do this. And since he's in the chat now, I got to do this. And, and Dez, I know you're off screen, buddy, but feel free to dance along. Uh, you know, if you want to take your shirt off, uh, twist it around your head like a helicopter. I don't know, maybe maybe pull a ball out. Uh, have a little fun that way. It's whatever. But um, got to do it right now because he's in the chat, and I'll be damned if I don't get my mans in here. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, get your party hats out. It's time. Time to celebrate. Oh, wow. Oh! <laughs> 
the guy's birthday today. Well, it was yesterday, actually. Not today. Uh, but we didn't have a show yesterday. So, Uzi, my guy, he is our uh, commissioner of our fantasy baseball league. Uh, he's also the unofficial lawyer of Barry on Deck. And, and it's only because he's a lawyer and he's here. He doesn't even know he's the unofficial lawyer of Barry on Deck. Um, and he's the unofficial weather guy of Barry on Deck as well. And you know what? He's also officially a cool-ass dude. Uzi, buddy, I hope you had a fantastic birthday. I hope you got roadhead or a hand job or whatever it is you're into. Butt stuff. Whatever. You know, a little cuck action. I don't know. You do your birthday how you want to, boo-boo. I just hope it was fun and you enjoyed it, man. Cheers. I love you. Uh, get it. Oh, that's so good. Ah, smooth. Ah, God, I don't know what happened to me. I used to be able to do shots with no problem. Now I'm a big old puss. Uh, what did that say? What, what, what? Alex Shush, you'll get a, what? I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Uh, identity preview. What? I don't know what that means. All right. Nonetheless, Steven, you're not supposed to send bits. It's your birthday, dumbass. Um, Steven said, give me some good barometer action. There you go. There you go. All right, Steven. Happy birthday, buddy. All right. Everybody wish Steven a happy birthday. Um, I heard, and, and this is a rumor, but we can confirm here in just a second, but uh, I was told, I told uh, Dez from Apollo Media that uh, that Stephen, uh, his birthday was uh, was today. And he was like, oh, really? Uh, I will give him a free massage at the uh, Barry on Deck uh, watch party at Kobo's on Saturday, April 1st. So... Uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. And Steven, you should be too. It's not every day that you get a legend like Des from Apollo Media to give you a, a back massage. And so let's get it in. Let's get him in here right now. Join me on the program. Good to have him back. That means baseball season's around the corner. It's the massage man extraordinaire, Apollo Des. Des, what's up, buddy? How are you? I'm good, bro. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Let me turn your mic down a little bit. Oh, uh, I mean that that nickname. I thought that was for QB one a couple of years ago. So I, I don't know if I don't want to. I don't want to take that <laughs> massage but, well, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough, indeed. Um, <laughs> what uh, what have you been up to, man? We hadn't talked since <clears throat> baseball season ended. It's a long summer. Uh, you went to spring training, did you not? Yeah, we just got back. We were there for a month. Uh, sorry, my <sighs> voice is gone. Eighteen hours of driving. Uh, we'll never do that again. Uh, no. Unless the behind pull the curtains back, like you know, Apollo has a house in spring training. Yeah, it was miserable uh, being away for a month. It was a miserable drive back, uh, eighteen hours. I'd never recommend that for anyone. Uh, but all in all, saw some good baseball. Saw the World Baseball Classic. Um, it was fun. Got a lot of good content. Now, listen, you first of all, you said y'all had a house. Do do tell. Give me some deets on this. Uh, what were you yeah. and the boys out there doing? How how did you manage that? And uh, give me give, give us the concept behind it. 
so we originally we were we were partnered with a, a company. They pulled at the last second, so we just we just grassroots it ourselves and had a content house. Um, it always sucks when a sponsor pulls out like yeah. forty eight hours before uh, before the check cashes. So uh, that sucked. So, um, but that was learning curves. And honestly, like uh, going through with the Next plan and going deposit, out there and, and doing it. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, but other than that, it was good. I had a content house. Had some of the guys come through for interviews. Um, actually, just had a place hold up. It was like a hotel where we were just there for a month. Like we actually had a, you know, own rooms and, and like had a good routine and, and and got some stuff done that way. Um, next year we're gonna go big and big and bold again. Uh, I'm already looking forward to that. Um, I'm not looking forward to being in Florida for a, a good eleven months. But uh, other than that, it was it was fun. I mean. To have the guys come in on their off days to, to do some interviews was awesome, and then uh, to kick back and you know barbecue with the with the guys and, yeah. and just get some good uh, rapport going was good. It, well, it sounds like a great team building exercise for the company, right? For the but it sounds like too you got a ton of content, uh, probably a ton of connections, and it, it sounds like overall, other than the sponsor backing out and being an asshole, uh, sounds like it, it went well. Oh, it was great. It was great. Uh, networking that's that's kind of my forte right just give yeah. me in a room i can just start walking walk that room around but uh, so also good. if you haven't go to spring training like go the really? players are so accessible the backfields are completely free you can just walk and see their workouts they're they're way more open to autographs if autograph is your thing um the atmosphere is awesome uh, got to experience the new rules before kind of anyone else yeah, uh, so we can dive into that. Uh, Definitely want to the, dive into that. Uh, be, that was a big it, one for me. First, let's start with. Uh, you mentioned it. Let's start with the World Baseball Classic. Um, you got to see it, and yeah, I saw you tweeting about it, and you really enjoyed um, the, the games. Did you not in the tournament? Other than Game Five of twenty seventeen, and then Game Six, it was probably the greatest sporting experience I've ever been a part of really that good huh? 100 percent, hands down um it may just be something once you're in it and, and you're about it like you, you can understand it but i understand the the thirty thousand foot view of like you know altuve getting banged that sucks um you know some of the other guys getting hurt that sucks but like we went down for a pool play game it was nicaragua versus dominican republic it was a noon start on a monday afternoon i've never seen a crowd more engaged really every single pitch um from the first pitch to the last pitch the atmosphere was carnival on a, a noon on a monday uh the place was sold out and wow. it was one of the greatest sporting experiences i've ever been a part of and then we went to the championship game which was japan united states which was a different atmosphere but in itself that felt more like a playoff world series game because i think both fan bases were just so anxious of who was going to win you could feel that anxiety in the room where that Dominican game. It was just like this is carnival. This is this is awesome. This is just a party. Fun, no matter everyone. What. I mean, you had you had you know twenty somethings dancing in the in the streets. You had eighty year olds dancing streets, and by first pitch, they were all locked in, saying, "Hey, fuck you!" Like they were they were just completely locked in, and it was baseball at its best. It really That's was so badass. I was yeah. I was back here in in my house, uh, making hate videos and ranting about how shitty. Uh, the whole thing was, and I, you know what, here's the thing, Des, um, it seems a bit unnecessary to do it now. Somebody had a great idea. Why not do, because like you said, you got, uh, Altuve getting hurt. You've got Edwin Diaz going down. 
Um, what's the kid's name? The uh, Wainwright, I think the starter for the St. Louis who hurt himself working out for the world baseball classic Yeah, and more, there were more injuries, but you know, you l- start losing stars in these teams that, I mean, the Mets literally world series contending Mets lost their closer for the season. That's a bad look. And I think that I don't mind the world baseball classic. I just think the timing is terrible. Uh, and you know, I, I, my point was, is that you, you heard all to a person. These ballplayers saying, oh, it means the world. You know, mostly they were not uh, Americans, but they were like, yeah, I mean, to represent my country in the World Baseball Classic, I'd rather do that than the World I'd rather win a World Baseball Classic championship than a World Series. And I was like, okay, I don't believe that, but okay. Uh, let's do it in the middle of the season and see how many of you walk away from your team and your checks to go play in the WBC. Probably not a lot of them. So my point was... And Brian, uh, BZH420, one of the deckheads, said, why not do it at the end of the season, right after the World Series? I mean, the week of, you know, World Series, game, whatever, it's over, we crown a champion. Two days later, World Baseball Classic starts. You could do it in a dome. You don't have to worry about weather. What, what say you? Do you, th- do you like this being before the start of a season and distracting guys from getting their regular work in and the things that they're supposed to be working on. Cause there's a lot going on. As you know, you were there, right? It, it messes up pitching yeah. and, and everything else. What, what are your thoughts? Are you good the way it is? Um, I see the argument for both sides. I, I like it on the front end and obviously we'll see the repercussions of that on arms and legs on the back end of the season, just because 162 is such a grind. And then obviously the Astros were all Astros. Most of us are Astros fans here. We play in November pretty much every year. So it's on top of that. We're already playing really late. So my argument is uh, on that back end, I don't think a lot of the guys would play after winning the world series or playing that late, just because it's been a grind already where you're getting sped up probably a little bit too quickly. um, Pre training camp, spring training, going into the world baseball classic, but at least you're kind of on the more fresh scale. Um, the other argument I think Nolan Aaron brought up is like maybe doing it during the all-star break where you just extend that all-star break a little bit longer, but then you have a bunch of teams not, um, you know, not sending guys and competing and then you're sitting around for a while and then you got to ramp them back up. So I, I think right now is kind of the sweet spot. I, I, I think we'll just figure it out as time goes. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed if, you know, they, they do try it on the back end in 2026 or whatever it is and just try to find to see what it, what it's like. I thought about your argument too, though. When I when when I saw BZH post that, I thought, well, you know, the the two teams in the World Series, those guys might be exhausted or tired or not necessarily wanting to compete. But that's that's only two teams, and not yeah. all those guys are e- even yeah. going to be eligible or playing for that matter. So you're really talking about a pretty small pool yeah. uh, of players uh, overall. But um, oh my god, Hold, yeah. my bad, uh, Patrick Randall coming in. <laughs> Des, uh, my apologies for one second. By the way, Des, we had a question in the chat. Uh, <laughs> Stephen, the other guy, wanted to know which which Apollo guy clogged the toilet. Uh, was there a toilet malfunction yeah. in uh, House Apollo? <laughs> there, there, there wasn't. But I'll tell you Heck what, yeah. our, our little camera guy Garrett, he's a he's a menace. He's an absolute menace. Yeah. This is all leaving like, at that, bro. Go to yeah. the store and shit. Like, what are we? Disgusting. I'm like, Heck yeah. I'm like, he's 23. Like his diet was like. Fucking Tito's and McDonald's. Yeah. I'm like, what? Stop. Like, what are we doing? Like, what? Like, I was like, I'll, I'll take us to dinner. Like, we don't. We're, you're, you're actively choosing this you're, lifestyle. You're like, when this. I have the card, I'm like, what do we? This is, this is what you want to do. Like, it's fine. I'll, I'll pay for that. But, I mean, let's, let's, let's uh, figure it out, man. Like, come on. 
That is hilarious. Hey, uh, real quick, yeah. I got to stop pausing the calls real fast, guys. Don't mind me. Uh, Patrick Randall just gave out 10 gifted subs. <laughs> shit. That is 10. Not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven, not eight, not nine. Ten. Dizzle started a hype train on his own damn Uh Joe Hernandez with 100 bits. Asymmetric wrist threw in 100 bits. And now, of course, we've got a fucking hype train going. That's what's up. Uh, Dez, where's your conductor hat? Do you have one? Do you? I don't. I need I to get you a conductor one. hat. Yeah. Yeah, but I thought. Did that scare you? <laughs> I'm on. I can see the eye chart. Yeah. Uh, we're at 86% of a level three already. I don't know where my fucking hat is. I found it. Rules are rules, Dez. When the hype train starts, your boy has to put on his conductor hat. <clears throat> You do a Hell shot. Yeah. I gotta do a shot too. This I've already had one. It's not good. I, you fought. You fought the last. Oh. Dude, I used to. I was. I'm telling you the truth, man. I used to be like really good at doing shots. And they never phased me. And I, I don't know when exactly it changed, but at some point, something happened, and uh, now I, I can I can barely shoot water. I don't know what the fuck happens. Uh, but yo, this is for the hype train. All the decades, man. <laughs> We're at level three, eighty-six percent. CC dropped in thirteen bitties. Thank you, CC. Uh, all I got, my car is in a shot too. Hey, girl, love you, boo boo. Uh, cheers to everybody. Thank you for the hype train, P. Randizzo. I love you, buddy. Thank you, man. Cheers. This is for you. Uh, what are you shooting, Des? What do you got? Come on, you got to do a shot, Des. Oh, some, uh, vodka. Okay, nice. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, some Tito's. Some Tito's. Just a heavy pour. Yeah, exactly. Alan, thank you for the 11 bits, buddy. All right, so I'm, I'm going to be shit-faced by the time this show is over now. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, thank you guys uh, for the for the hype train. And, and P-Rand is, thank you for the gift of subs, man. All right, so let's talk. We got the World Baseball Classic out of the way. Uh, Ace Magic Riz, thank you for the hype train. Let's go, so Dez. Yeah, he thinks you're shooting real vodka. Not. Um... Let's talk a little bit about the new rules in baseball. You said you got to see those before everybody else. Um, we know specifically the big menace right now is the pitch clock and the batter clock. We saw a lot of batters getting called strikes just for not being ready. Some was egregious, like the guys in the box and they was getting called. So give me your assessment of the new rules since you spent a month in spring training watching it. Um, what say you, do you like them? Do you not like them? Where could they fix it? What's the, is this going to be a mess of a season? Give me your overall uh, consensus on this. So there's, there's two ways as a content creator, you're, you're going to enjoy it because games <laughs> are two hours and 15, two hours, 30 minutes. You have a set schedule. You can plan content out. If you want to post game show, pregame show, whatever it is, that allows you to do a lot more on the content creation side. As a true baseball fan, I hate it. Um, the shift rule, fine. Shift rule, that's cool. Bases, okay, whatever. But the the pitch clock and the hitter's clock is what really upsets me because as a hitter, you have a routine. You have you you're doing all these different things. You're already doing the hardest thing on the planet is hitting a round baseball with a round bat coming mm-hmm. at you 100 miles an hour, and now I and feel moving. like you're giving breaking and moving <laughs> and, and and up and down and that's just one pitch <laughs> and they have six other pitches right. Yeah, and so. I feel like you're you're taking out 
on the batter because it doesn't allow him any time to adjust or get a routine and figure out you foul a few off, you, you dig back in, you take a deep breath, all of a sudden you get dinged, you struck out. Like, what are we doing here? Um, maybe if, if they're adamant on keeping this clock, um, give the batter some more time. Um, I would, if, if we can meet somewhere in the middle, that's probably where I'd be, but I hate it just because I, I, I always side on the hitters. I, I, I hate pitchers. I, I will always hate pitchers just playing from playing baseball my entire life. But, uh, I, it just feels like you're giving them more, more chances to get you out. And, and then on top of this, you have umpires who already can't even call basic balls and strikes. Last night, yesterday, you had an umpire throw out Rilo Muto for putting his glove and moving it. <laughs> And got ejected. Like these guys have little man syndrome, Napoleon syndrome, and now you're giving them more more power to kind of dictate what's what works on the clock. Now, if all the umpires come out or like like NBA refs, right? They there's that five second, but you could see them over there. They dribble the ball, you know, they before they give it off, you know, after a quick score, whatever it is. So they have feel and wherewithal within it. I don't think the umpires will because if I hit a squiver down the line, and I don't know if it's fair or foul, and I'm running down the line, and it goes foul. The umpire gets that ball and throws it back to the pitcher. That clock's already started. So I now have yeah. to run back, dig in, and what if the count's 0-2? Now I'm, like, sitting there getting sped up, and now 100 right by me. I'm like, okay, like, I have no chance. That's so it, it, there's got to be some balance there of do I trust the umpires? No. Do I trust the pitchers? Absolutely not. So I feel like hitters are going to get screwed really early on, um, and I'll just always side with hitters. But – I just feel like they're they're by March it's gonna be I guess normal but whatever I mean uh, the other side too if you're if I'm a family from four and I live in Tomball um, and I'm coming down to a game and I'm spending a lot of money and now I'm going to the game they're only two hours I'm spending more time in my car than the actual baseball game or as and much, I'm kind yeah. getting priced and yeah. I'm getting priced out oh and by the way if little Johnny wants a, an ice cream snow cone. And, and I want a beer. I'm going to make two stops. Oh, I got to take a piss. I just missed two innings. Like, <laughs> that's a legitimately. Point. No, that's that so, might be the best point. Like, dude, that is – I never I never thought about the whole speeding the game up and how does that affect people that are traveling to the ballpark and with the families. That's, that's a really good point, man. I, I don't know that they thought about this aspect of it. I think it's going to piss people off. I, I really do. I think you can bring up a great point. Opening day is gonna be a nightmare, absolute nightmare. If you're going to the game pre-game, we're obviously we're gonna be at Cobos pre-gaming. Get all your drinks in there when you get to the stadium before you get your seat. Get your two beers there, whatever you're drinking, because if you're gonna get stuck in a line, you're gonna miss a lot of the game. And I still to this day, and I, I know I've said this a lot on this show, and the deckheads are probably sick of hearing it. By the way, Patrick Randall said, I, I didn't realize you were in the middle of a fucking interview. My bad, Des. No, it's good. He, he's on he's on Twitch. He knows hey. what's up. He knows the game. Hey. Brother. <laughs> hey, we love we love the dodos. Um, the 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 one thing that I have always said was I I felt like one that the beauty of baseball is the cat and mouse game. It's the chess match. It's a 100%. thinking man's game. And if you take that away and just make it go 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 go, you're taking away some of the beauty of the sport. I understand you got to grow. I understand you got to attract more people. The problem is you're taking out the thinking and the chess match and you're speeding up the game. You're not making the game better. You're making it faster and faster. Doesn't always mean it's a better product. And then on the flip side, people complain about, well, a baseball game is three hours and seven minutes. I think was the average, you know what the average football game is three hours and 20. Why in the fuck? 
do we keep hearing about this? I don't get it. Yeah. Of course, I don't have a national platform to go on and rant and bitch and rave about that. But you know what? You don't hear baseball talking about shortening up the game. And then people want to say, oh, well, there's there's always action. Oh, yeah. Man, I love watching guys stand around in a circle and talk about what they're going to do. That is so much fun watching them in the huddle talking about what like it, don't give me that shit. This is not constant. This isn't basketball. Right. There's, yeah. there's, there's, so I I'm with you, dude. I, I, I don't like what it does to the hitters. I don't like taking away the ability to throw over for a pitcher. Cause once you, if you got a guy on and you're trying to keep him close, you literally can only throw over one time. I mean, you think about that. Yeah. You can't throw over twice. Cause once you throw over twice, you're fucked. Like you, you know, yeah. for a fact that dude is stealing and he can take the I'm taking an 89 lead. and a half foot lead. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm going to be halfway, <laughs> bro. What are you talking yeah. about? So I I feel bad for pitchers in that regard. That that was part of the cat and mouse game. I just I don't none of this to me made the the game better. The shift, okay, but you know that's one of those. Um, well, you know this is this is plays better into the hands of the guys that uh, pull the ball. So maybe you're rewarding, um, you know the the guys that you know one trick ponies of the world. But that's okay. I, I do like the the bigger bases. I think that's been necessary. I still think they need to put another base at first. I still think you can have two yeah. bags at first. I don't see why not. That's not a that's not a big deal. But being a little bigger is going to be interesting. There's going to be a lot more stolen bases. Uh, that's for sure. I, we've already seen it, right? Guys are already running more because of the the two the limited throw over and the bigger bases. So. Yeah, I think the big thing you said that the the art and theater of baseball, which makes baseball the best, in, in my opinion. Uh, look, the Otani Trout at bat. You, obviously, the Angels. We could talk about the Angels screwing up the two greatest players of all time. But in that moment, you had Team USA, Team Japan, a one-run ball game. The the bases of baseball competing against each other. You know, Otani would have had a pitch violation on every single one of his pitch in, in a Trout at bat. Yeah. Every single pitch would have been a violation. Crazy. But in that moment, just them staring at each other, the chess match within it uh, of the two greats playing and facing each other, no one cared. No. No one cared. And now now there's going to be a pitch clock taking away that that art and, and that subtlety of it. I don't know. It, uh, it really upsets me. Um, maybe, like, hey, come playoff time, take it away. I mean, like, I'm and just roll with the old rules because yeah. obviously that would probably make more money for, for MLB with – you know, longer games, but I mean, could you imagine Jordan home run and then all of a sudden uh, Bregman behind him had to be in the box in eight seconds, like it's, it's not crazy. letting that moment breathe. Like, yeah. How do you, yeah, that's a great, another great point. There's these moments. It's like you, you said, it's like you said with Otani and facing trout, right? There's, there's something to me and I'm, I'm a baseball purist in a lot of regard, but there's something special about, that big dog standing on the mound, whether it's Verlander in a, in a world series or, you know, Otani facing Mike Trout, the two best players on the planet facing each other. And there's something about staring in, getting ready and then stopping and stepping off. You know what? Let's, let's see. Let's see there's that, that cat and mouse that there's something about that to me. That's fun. And I know a lot of people like, Oh, come on, just throw the pitch. That that's part of, the gamesmanship, right? That's part yeah. of the the beauty of the sport. I think there's other things you can do. Um, you know, I don't like the the only the batter only gets two timeouts, but I think you could limit it even. I, I think you could still do that. I don't think two is enough, um, but I think you could. You know, I think there's things you can do 
um, if you really want to speed up the sport and make it better at the same time. But faster isn't always better. Yeah. So I'm with it. And the whole point about the Jordan home run and that game five of, of this is still the greatest baseball game I've ever watched. Game five of the Astros World Series 2017 versus the Dodgers here in Minute Maid. The greatest baseball game I've ever watched. Could you imagine if these oh. rules existed in that game? It doesn't. It, it it it's not the same thing. It's just not. I honestly blacked out probably three times in that game from pure adrenaline. Not even drinking. I was so nervous for that game. It was just pure adrenaline being in that moment. I just like Altuve did what? Springer did what? Bregman did what? Like it was just. Yeah. It, I don't know. You just take it. You take that away now, and if that draws in a bunch of fans that are you know coming to the sport. I don't want them as fans. Yeah. That's just me. Yeah. Uh, Asymmetric Rustic, how does this change the uh, effect of Laminator 5000 and betting? I'm kind of leaning overs, but maybe I'm completely wrong. Yeah, I think this is going to increase offense significantly, especially because once guys get on base, one, there's no shift. That's going to increase offense. Bases are bigger. That's less, you know, close plays, bang, bang plays where a runner gets called out. Those are going to be now safe. The same thing on stolen bases. That's going to go up. More runners in scoring position. Guys are going to steal third more now. Um, you know, the, the fact that you can only throw over twice is going to increase leads, which is going to increase. Guys are going to get extra bases when maybe they wouldn't. Like, there's a whole lot to it in all if it's going to speed up the game and increase scoring. So, uh, yeah, I, I think you're right in that regard. Look for overs a lot more than unders. But Vegas will adjust, too. Don't don't get it twisted. Yeah. Vegas will yeah. figure it out pretty quickly then. Oh, shit. Okay, we need to add a half point to everything. Well, I also think, too, like they're trying to market like the athlete, right, and letting the, the players be athletes and the stolen base. What, what saved baseball in the 90s in the 2000s? It wasn't a stolen base race. Yeah. It was a home run race. Yeah. So you know what? Like, let's just lean the other way. Let's let's make HGH legal. Let's make all this stuff. Let's get let's put asses in seats. Let's have Mark McGuire save us a two point yeah. And and I thought last year Major League Baseball fumbled the bag of having Judge and Jordan. That should have been a, the new home run race. They missed the biggest opportunity last year to captivate a new younger audience and and, and push a propaganda of a home run race. And the Yankees would have beat the Astros finally in something. But you know what? That would have put more people and more eyeballs and more people in the seats than this yeah. new, like, stolen base athlete race they want to do. But, look, I played, you know, four years of college ball. I had one stolen base, so I guess it's, the game's not for me anymore. So. <laughs> so you weren't exactly a speedster, huh? You're Brother, 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 we stretched doubles into singles. You're throttling it that's down. That's what we, that's like, what no, we no, did. No, 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 no. Cadillac, Cadillac. I'm, I'm a station to station guy, up. buddy. I ain't out here trying so, to. Terry, Terry Poole is my head coach. And at one point he was like, is this, is this just for show, dude? I was like, no, I'm this slow, bro. Like <laughs> I could hit, I'm, I'm batting like 340. I have 50 hits and I have 45 singles. He's like, are you going to like elevate the ball? I'm like, nah, dude, I'm good. That, that first 90 feet's mine, 90 feet, dog. <laughs> You got Terry Poole question. Are you just, are you sandbagging, bro? Are you are you yeah. de, are you deliberately running this slow? Are you? Yeah. Why are you yeah. always like, trotting? Oh, coach, that's my that sprint. Like... <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious, dude. Oh, that's uh, good times. All right, so we got we got the rules out of the way. We've got World Baseball Classic. Let's talk a little season. Uh, let's start with the Astros. Um. 
no Jose uh, Altuve for probably at least eight weeks. I know that that's been back and forth. Have you heard anything different or new? I know they talked about uh, it was indefinite, but numbers I saw thrown around and it was it could be four to eight weeks. And I believe if you look back, this was the same or similar injury to Bryce Harper, and he he missed about you know, two or three months. So uh, what are we looking at yeah. with Altuve? What's your guess? I, I'm thinking June. Um, and and look. Hold them back as long as you can. Uh, hand injuries, especially your thumb and the wrist and all that, uh, you get jammed. It flares up again. It's not like another break and you need surgery, but that pain is immense. If you don't let it heal all the way, you rush it back, and that just takes one sinker on the hands to uh, just get that riled up again. And then now you're looking into like September before he's even healthy again. So uh, let it play out as long as it can. Um, I did hear like it's like the top of his thumb, um, not so much – this side uh that's just what i heard from some birdies so if it was this side to be a little bit more worried because all these little small bones it being up here is almost like the best of the situation um because you can dictate in your mris and all that x-rays you could you could see a lot more and you don't have to worry about the little things um that was just from a couple people but um other than that i, I think it's gonna be june um I, I think uh that's the best case scenario and also the best for the astros yeah um, it, it reminds me a little bit, and I know he's big in the organization, so he'll probably have a couple of uh, tidbits of feedback as well. But Jeff Bagwell suffered a, 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 a pretty bad hand injury as well. You know, he started wearing that pad, and it was here. It wasn't on the thumb. It was on the, you know, the smaller bones in the, in the hand right there. But nonetheless, it, it, one of those things where, you know, Baggy, that it bothered him for a while, uh, even when he came back, like you said, and then he had the pad on there. So, um, don't know if that's going to be something Altuve opts to go forward with some sort of protection on that hand. Um, but it's just kind of an unfortunate, you know, freak thing. And, um, somebody asked me right away, do you think it was intentional where they throwing it Altuve? I was like, nah, I don't, I don't think that's nah. the case. I just, dude was wild. Dude was just yeah, out I of think, control. Well, also the guy had, had the yips. Like he literally left baseball for like four years because the yips got so bad. You know, he's a, a story, he comes back, figures it out. He's, you know, pitcher for Team USA. Anyone that could – I don't know what Mark DeRosa was doing. I mean, he, that guy could not throw a strike, uh, the first two batters, and then he's thrown it all over the place. It should have been uh, – he should have been yanked, but I don't think he was throwing out of attention. I think at that point he was just trying to throw it to where he thought the, the plate was because he was just – he was lost. He really yeah. was. And why you have a guy – and, and he's a Houston guy too. Yeah. He's from and, Houston, Daniel Bar. But why would you have him <laughs> – if a guy like that with control issues pitching in that tournament with those amount of all stars and that you just shouldn't yeah. it, it shouldn't be in a elimination game yeah, yeah. just to yeah. stop it uh flimsy cherry uh suggesting the chat i'm thinking all-star break for altuve that yeah okay i mean yeah. as long as they have him back for the second half and and really that says that's not the right thing why the hell did that uh okay i'd, now, I'd view it as last year with lance away. what's that I'd view it like last year with Lance. You yeah. got a, a big-time arm at the acquisition. You're about to get a, a Hall of Fame second baseman at the at the trade deadline. That's just the way you have to yeah. frame your perspective. The Astros will hold serve. Um, would I, I'd be a little bit more worried if Jose Abreu wasn't here to bolster that lineup a little yeah. bit and make it extended. I think that signing now looks amazing. Um, but going into their primes of, of, of Bregman, um, obviously Jeremy being who he was last year, and then you have Tucker and Jordan, I, I think the offense will, will – Still find Such a way. deep lineup. Yeah, who's gonna be? Uh, uh, who's there? Is it Dubon? Is he? Is he pretty much gonna get the daily duties? 
I think so. I think yeah. so. I think I think I think Hensley will, will uh, you know spot him here and there, but it looks like it's going to be Doobie. Okay. Um. Real quick. Uh. Asymmetric risk had a question. Where do I submit my Apollo T-shirt ideas? <laughs> yeah. Just reach out to me on Twitter. Yeah. Just hit him up. Uh. Do you guys y'all do anything? Uh. For for folks that submit, do you give them a? Oh, you get a copy of it if we use it, or do you do anything like that? Yeah, for sure. If it's something we go to market with, I'll cut them in on it and uh, make sure that uh, they get their their roses. Nice. Uh, I just launched my own T-shirt company thing. I saw that. I saw <sighs> yeah. that today. Congrats, dude. Man, I was looking for stuff, right, like for shirts, because I always wear T-shirts and always have something on them, and I just couldn't find anything that I liked. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. And, that's, you know, that's feed right? Like, uh, I just couldn't find anything good that I liked that was streamer-related. So, uh, yeah, I launched uh, streamer, Stream Tees, which is just, it's just about this. It's about streaming. It's, you know. It's about this culture, this thing. So we'll see how it goes. I don't know. It's so niche. Hell yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know what the market. I didn't do a ton of market research. All I know is like, I couldn't find shit I wanted. So I was like, fuck it. I'll make it myself and see if anybody else wants to buy them. Beautiful thing, as you know, the beautiful thing is, is really all it is, is the investment in time to set all the Shopify bullshit up and the printful stuff and do the designs. Thank God I don't yeah. have to stack up a ton of inventory. My old, I used to have a t-shirt company a long time ago and that was how I did it is I would do my own screen printing. So I would buy a bunch of blanks and then as I'd get orders, I'd screen print one and send it out. But this, I love this print on demand shit. Yeah, that's what we do. It's so hands off. It's... Hey, speaking of that, um, and speaking of uh, your, your opening day, you're going to be at Kobo's and then uh, going to the game. But then on Saturday, we've got the uh, VID watch party, the Deckheads and I, and you're welcome to hang out with us and anybody else. We're doing a, a watch party for Final Four at Kobo's on April 1st, and I uh, want to say thank you. And tip of the hat to you and, and the crew at Apollo. You guys are donating some swag for us. Uh, super excited about that. So one lucky deckhead is going to win, uh, some swag. I don't even know what yet. Have you, I don't, what do we, what do, what do you want to do? What do you, what do you want to do? Yeah, I, th I think, I think we'll do a, a t-shirt bundle with two of the shirts being our championship gold, uh, shirts, one of the nice. H numbers, everyone, and then the bury me in the H and gold. Um, and I'll throw two more in there as well. Once, once you pick that winner out. Uh, just give me their sizes and I'll get them, get them to you. And, and then we can go Fuck from there. Yeah, dude, that's a badass. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, the boys, uh, showing up and showing out for the deckheads. I love it. So, um, give me your thoughts on the season, man. What do you, what, you know, how do you see this baseball season going? Give me your thoughts on, um, who to look out for, right? Like what, give me, give me your obvious you know astros in contention who who might be your world series favorites but give me a couple of teams too that maybe people are going to be sleeping on and not paying attention to yeah i think um i think it's gonna be a lot tighter this year especially with everyone playing everyone uh your margins are, are a little tighter now uh so the astros really have to hold serve early and often uh, we've known they stumbled out of the gates in the past and then you know get hot and stay hot uh, I think this year they really have to uh, start on a good foot and find some good footing because playing everyone just kind of shrinks the margins a little bit. Uh, I think Seattle, I, I got a lot of flack saying Seattle was a problem last year and uh, rightfully so they were they're they're thorn in the side. I still think that's the hardest uh, matchup we played in all of the playoffs last year, even though we swept them. Um, they did a lot of things where they took a lot of negative war players out and made some trades and make uh, 
getting analytical, they made a lot of moves that took players that were negative war players and plugged in players that are positive war players. So essentially their lineup is uh, deeper than it was last year. Um, obviously they have Luis Castillo. Um, I think, um, and then here's a hot take. I think Shohei Otani is going to end up in Seattle uh, next offseason. I think he signs there. That's what that's where I'm going to put my hat on. Uh, but I think they're going to be a thorn on our sides. I still think we have the championship pedigree over them. It's just going to be tight. Uh, on the NL side, man, how can you not not pick the Padres right now? That lineup is ridiculous. I mean, like it's like it's Soto, Bogarts, Machado. Uh, I mean, Tatis. Like you have all these different guys. That I don't think they're pitching. Their pitching is going to be uh, questionable. Um, I, I think they need some help there. Um, because they're kind of thin. Uh, but uh, I think they're the team. I think the Cardinals are really deep. Arenado and Goldschmidt and that team USA lineup look just They're going to have back-to-back MVPs good. probably, right? I mean, they yeah. really well could have yeah. back-to-back MVPs. Uh, Their pitching has to, to figure it out. Obviously, the Dodgers will always be there. The Mets are you know, trying to be in contention. But then you have the Braves. I think the Braves could bounce back. I think it would be an Astros-Braves um, thing. The Phillies losing Hoskins. That, mm. that really hurt them. So, I mean, they're deep as well getting trade Turner. So, I think the NL is really, really deep. I think the best thing for the NL is the Astros and Mariners to face each other in the ALCS because the Astros and Mariners would just go to war, and I think that gives them the best chance for the NL to beat uh, the Astros uh, just to get them extended a little bit more. I, I, we're used to sweeping the Yankees, right? So, um, <laughs> I, I just think I just think it's uh, – it's an interesting year where the NL is kind of think the the heavy dog again, uh, yeah. even though the Astros are you know the defending champs and you know Golden Era and all this. I think the NL teams are are pretty damn stacked. Yeah, it, it, there's a it, it seems like you know other other sports. I, I feel like maybe there was a bit more parity, but baseball there's boy there's a there's like this line almost where it's like everybody above this line is good. And could be in contention, and you know, and has an opportunity. And then everybody below this is just bad. There's really no. I know there's 500 teams, but it just doesn't feel like there's any mediocrity. There's there's really good and really bad. And you know, you look at the divisions, right? The Angels are bad. The Rangers were bad. The the A's were bad. And the Mariners and the Astros were really good. And it just feels like that's the way it was throughout so I, I i like what you said about the nl though man they're 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 stacked over there um and, go ahead. You, you were gonna say and something. why the astros yeah the astros why i want the astros to get on a good you know footing and figure that out because the angels are historically been bad and the rangers have been historically bad but they both bolster their lineups and they both come in healthy where if you're catching them on the front end when they're healthy it's probably hurts your margins instead of playing them like in august and september uh, if you know when when the injury bugs just always seem to find the Angels and find the Rangers, um, so I haven't even looked at the schedule and see like when the Astros play them because when my mind thinks like I want to play them on the back end because yeah. it's probably when the injury bug just inevitably hits them. It, it just it, it does and it sucks to say that, but uh, yeah, I mean like literally when we play the Rangers, we're gonna face Degrom and Degrom's the best arm in baseball. So dude. Uh, the Rangers, I think, are going to be a lot better than people think this year. I think some yeah. people think they're going to be uh, okay. I, I they're they're. I'm kind of like, watch out! This is a team that could surprise a lot of people. I won't be surprised if the Rangers are in contention 
going into August. You know what I mean? Like they're they're I don't think they'll win the division. I just don't think that they have enough to beat the Astros or the Mariners. I think that that's a two horse race. But I think the Rangers are going to surprise a lot of people. Well, give me a team in the NL that you think that about. Ooh, okay. Um, I think maybe Milwaukee. They were, they were in it a little bit in the Central before they traded everyone away, and it seems like the, the air in the balloon went away. Um, they still have Corbin Burns. They still have Yelly. They still have Hayter. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me, Hater Hater got traded. Uh, they still they can. I think the NL Central is probably the softest after the Cardinals because you have Padres, Dodgers, and then the East you have just this race of the Mets, Braves, and and Phillies. Um, I mean the Nationals and, and Marlins are just going to get beat up a lot, but those three teams out there, and I can't. I, I guess the Phillies and I, I, the Phillies were in the World Series, like, and I yeah, feel like yeah. they're the team that's like kind of not being talked about. Because right. the Braves are healthy and the Mets got, you know, Verlander. So. I mean, I'm looking, right? Know. Like, you mentioned Miami, and I, I, they've got such a good young core. <clears throat> but that I, I, they might be that team to me, maybe. I know that's a tough division. I think Philly, uh, they're, they're dealing with some injury bug issues. I don't think Philly's going to have that World Series run like they had last year. The Mets yeah, losing. Yeah, they're hot. Yeah, the Mets losing Diaz is going to be – there's going to be more blown saves. There's going to be more L's for a team, uh, for that team, even with Verlander. And uh, is this – this I, I my thought when I saw Verlander leave was this will be the year that the decline starts. Watch. Yeah, and you see his last two – his last two spring training starts, I think he's averaged like five walks a game. Yeah. And like – and the New York press is going to be on his ass. Like, yeah, look, love, 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 or, or hate Houston media. They're not the New York media. They're going to be on his ass that you had a lot more forgiveness down here than you do up there. And yeah. if he goes out there and he has the opening day start and it's rough, uh, if that, yeah. those, those dogs are barking a little, a little closer to home. So Marlins, I mean, we just went, ran through the ease. Obviously the nationals are going to be bad. Cardinals, Brewers, Cubs, Pirates, Reds. No, no surprises. I think from the Pirates and Reds. I, I don't know what to make of the Cubs, eh, right? I mean, yeah. Um, but like you said, the Brewers might be one of those teams, and like you know, they were eliminated, uh, didn't make the playoffs, but down the stretch, um, they still got some talent. Uh, what about the Giants? That was a team that you know, like uh, two years ago, uh, it looked like holy shit, and then now they you know finished five hundred last year. I don't know what to make of them either. Is that a team that you think might do some good, or are they just too far gone now? I think they're the the Rangers of the of the NL West, where they're just going to play spoiler. Okay. Um, you got to you have to take them serious when you're the Padres and Dodgers, um, because if you don't, that could be the margin at the end of the season. Uh, that's how I view the the Rangers uh, this year mm-hmm. and, and the the A or the excuse me uh, the Angels, where you just gotta you gotta win those games because you don't have to play them that many more times. Um, so I just kind of think that's where the Giants fall in. Um, could they slide onto the radar and get that that giant devil magic that they seem to get every other year, possibly? So but I just I just think the Padres and Dodgers are just so much more better than them. Gotcha. Well, dude, I'm excited. Uh, looking forward to baseball season. Anything else on your mind that you uh, you want to hit the people to? Like, hey, be on the lookout for this, that, or the other going into the season. Yeah, just a lot of. Uh, 
just a lot of content going out on our, our Twitter, follow HOU on our site. Um, some new t-shirts will be at Kobo's uh, opening day starting at one, I believe. Um, so yeah, just to enjoy the season. Uh, our, our mantra this year is just as a company myself is just enjoy the wins, enjoy the little wins, enjoy the big wins as a company, as a human being. Um, I had to shape my perspective a little bit different going into that and just, just kind of enjoying that. I mean, it could be uh, as simple as, you know, you're feeling bad, you're not feeling too good upstairs and you get out and get a workout in. That's a win. Enjoy it. Celebrate it. So uh, just keep celebrating wins. I like it. I like it. Thursday, March 30th is the opening game. You're going to be at Kobo's and then headed over to the uh, uh, Minute Maid to watch them take on Chicago. Um, hopefully you'll be able to drop by on Saturday. If not, I totally understand. Um, last thing, and, and you know, I don't need to stick around for this, but, um, if you guys are going out to Kobo's on Wednesday, they're going to have the world series trophy there. You're going to go pop in there as well. Yeah, is, is Apollo going to be representing? I think I have some guys going. I'm not, I'm still just, I got the sickness. I'm trying to just get over it right now. <laughs> uh, get geared up. I may get one of those IVs tomorrow. Just uh, oh, no shit. hydrated. Hydrate, yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll see everyone out there on Thursday for sure. Tomorrow I'm questionable, but we may have some guys out there filming. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, if you are a deckhead and you're going out tomorrow to take a picture with the trophies, what the way they're doing it is it's a raffle uh, at Kobo's. And if you wear something deckhead related, wear your Barry on Deck shirt, wear your Barry on Deck wristband, um, wear a Barry on Deck. I don't know what else I had. I don't know. Take something Barry on Deck related and wear it. Kobo said anybody, any deckhead, that that comes up and shows that they're wearing something Barry on Deck related is going to give you an extra raffle ticket. And then you get to take pictures yeah. uh, with the with the trophy. So, dude, Des is awesome, man. I look forward to doing this with you. Hopefully, um, you'll be back for with us uh, during baseball season and, and kicking it. And uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. And we st- I owe you a patio show. I owe you yeah, a patio I'm, show I'm down. where we I'm just down. drink yeah. and smoke cigars. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna pick. Um, we're gonna pick a day game. Okay. We're gonna pick a day game, and maybe we'll sidecast where we'll have the oh. game on. We'll talk a little baseball, but we'll shoot the shit. It's whatever. We'll just smoke cigars and drink and and have the game on. And if we watch it, we watch it. If we don't, we'll shoot the shit. You want to do that? I'm down. I'm All right. Down. Let's I'll let's find we'll a get, day we'll game. Some, we'll, yeah. Let's find one yeah. that works for both of us and make it happen, man. Absolutely, bro. All right, that is Apollo Des. How do they? How do the people follow you, Des, if they're not already, which they should be? Yeah, just at Apollo Des One on Twitter, um, and uh, I'm over there shit posting. So, <laughs> and that's, Apollo Hou is the company. Yeah. All right, that is yeah. Des, homie. I appreciate you, man. Thank you for doing this as always. Absolutely, bro. Uh, and welcome back. I'm glad you uh, made it back safe. All right, that is yes, Des with Apollo Media. Make sure you guys go follow <laughs> and support. Nobody reps this city and uh, the Astros better or more than uh, Apollo and the Apollo Media crew and Dez and everybody. So uh, show them some love, man, if you haven't already. That was outstanding. I'm looking forward to baseball. Y'all know baseball is my favorite sport, so I'm always uh, excited for the season. March 30th, um, Valdez versus Cease. Minute Maid Park, Chicago. The White Sox in town. Uh, Abreu already just starting off uh, facing his old team. So that should be fun. Um, so there you go. Yeah. And don't forget again, if you're going to the, um, if you're going to Kobo's on, uh, tomorrow, wear something Barry on deck related. It'll be, uh, it'll be cool. 
I'll send y'all to the day game next Wednesday. What does it say? Uh, Dre said, I'll send y'all to the day game next Wednesday. Oh, you're the man, Dre. No, but we were talking about doing it on my back porch. Because I do, uh, what's up, McLovin? Um, I do the, the uh, in fact, tomorrow is supposed to be a patio show with Trey. So every, the last Wednesday of every month, I do a show where we sit on the back porch, we smoke cigars, we drink whiskey. There's no, I mean, we might talk sports, but it's just shooting the shit. Uh, and so Dez was like, I want in on that. So um, we're going to do one of those with Dez. <laughs> Several people have messaged me and been like, oh, I went in on that. Like, Wesling wanted to do one. Um, Dez wants to do one. Who else wanted to do one? Like two other people were like, yo, I want to do that when I'm on the show. So it's pretty fun. It's a good time. Um, but Dez and I, I mean, shit, I'll still go, <laughs> but we'll figure out uh, a time, uh, to do that with Dez. It'll be a lot of fun. Jared Taylor said, I can't wait to try Kobo's on Saturday. Haven't gotten a chance to get down there. <sighs> Dude, don't eat. That's all I'm gonna tell you. Do not eat before you get there. Uh, come hungry. And thirsty and ready to party. Kobos, <laughs> asymmetric risk. I love that. Kobos is the throat goat. Oh my God. It sounds really, really creepy and weird in a lot of ways, but that's 100% accurate. The food is amazeballs. Uh, absolutely amazing. So, ring and banner ceremony on the same day this Thursday. It said Evil Death. Oh, no shit, huh? Um, Six o'clock start. Okay. Yeah, 6 o'clock start. Got it. I'm glad his spot is doing well. Me too, man. Kobo's a good people. Um, I'll tell you what. I'm going to tell you a quick story about Kobo. When I got let go from ESPN Radio uh, back in May of 2020, Kobo was still out in Atascacita. He was still in the little trailer thing uh, doing his, you know, doing his thing. And um, do no hesitation. As soon as he found out I was gone, uh, he messaged me, and he didn't want anything from me. He was just like, yo, what's up, Laminac? Let's do a show. Come do Barry on Deck. I know you just started this show. Come do it at Kobo's. Um, we'll sell plates. You keep all the money. I'll cook. I mean, that's the kind of guy Kobo is. That, that's, Raul is a is a, a, just a salt-of-the-earth guy. And uh, so when we finally got around to planning a, a, a Deckhead meetup and a watch party, and my, my mom and my sister, and I call them my team, um, but they were like, where do you want to do it? It was like, no hesitation. Kobo's Kobo's. If we're going to do this anywhere, we're doing it at Kobo's and you know, I'm gonna give him first right of refusal at the very least to say, nah, I can't or no, but, uh, so it's going to be, uh, this Saturday. And if you didn't already get your RS, get your invite, uh, and RSVP, you need to do so. If you want to be able to participate in the, the prize drawings, as you heard, Des is giving away some, of their gold swag that they have, um, H town versus everyone, um, bury me in the H. So you're going to get those gold versions. Let's see if they have them on the website. Apollo H O U dot Nope. Not dot com. Dot com. There we go. Look at that. Look at that. Let's see. Scenes. Um, so this is Apollo, and then we go to the store, which Astro will graduate from dude to dude. <laughs> I love it. Uh, here in the store. So um they've got there you go. You're gonna get one of those. Whoever wins that prize, whoever wins the Apollo swag bag prize is gonna get H Town versus everyone in gold. Uh there's the bury me in the H in gold. Oh god, it's so pretty. 
And he said he might throw in one or two more. So, oh, that's so dope. This one, this one's pretty badass. I love that. Look at that beauty. Isn't she a beauty? Love it. Love it. So, yeah, you're going to get one of those and one of those. Look at that. I think if it was me, I'd opt for the navy and the gold. A throwback to the uh, Bagwell BGO arrow. And then I would get, uh, what, what color? Is this Is this the gray? Is that what it is? Yeah, that's the gray. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's going to be dope. Uh, I like the Bedia tacos. The The wings are delicious. Also said Todd. What's up, Todd? Yeah, man. Uh, I'm a big uh, boudin mac and cheese guy myself when it comes to Kobo's. Um, shit is legit. What's the website? Here's the website. I'll post it. Do you want the store or I'll do both? Let's do that. Let's just... Let's just plug our friends at Apollo. Let's do it. Y'all know me. I'd be like, man, I ain't plugging them. I'm plugging my boys. Uh, them Apollo folks is my folks. Apollo only has Astros merch. No other Houston sports teams. Uh, I think you got to go look. Here you go. Okay, so there's the first one. There's the store. If you want to check out the store. Uh, and then also just check out the, the website. They do a ton of good stuff. If you're looking for somebody that covers Houston sports from a Houston angle. Because some folks don't like neutrality. They want the fan experience with it. So, uh, And they do a great job. And I'm not saying they're not neutral. They'll, they'll call it like they see it. But I'm just saying that they give you that kind of a, they're, they're fans of the team as they come from, which is a totally different way of doing it. And quite frankly, a way more successful uh, way of doing it. So if you look at the store, uh, let's see. Uh, do I not have to leave that over there? What? I thought we just had to leave it over there. Let's go home. Catalog shirts. I think that they had, uh, let's see. Alphabetic uh, availability. Uh, I don't know. It might all be Astros. Uh, there's America's closer. That's outstanding. Uh, <laughs> they got a Mancini shirt still. Um, here we go. Collections. There we go. Daddy knows about these collections. Best sellers. Everyone. Fromber. Yeah. So, yeah, there we go. Rockets right there. So they've got some rocket stuff, right? Uh, let's see. <laughs> they got a Nawaba Daba Doo. That's dope. I like that. Oh, the tie. That's pretty outstanding. Uh, they got the H on there. Let's see what else. Oh, nice. Scoot playing card. That's outstanding. Uh, yeah, so you can see they got different shit. They, they they have more than just, I'm sure they got some Texan stuff in here too. Just got to find it. But predominantly Astros. I mean, it's it's mostly uh, Astros, but they have other, here you go, newest merch, kids, local. What's local? Oh. Um, pop culture. There we go. Movies, let's see, hoodies, hands, beanies, H-Town, Fromber. Okay, so there you go. Oh, Big City Wings. Look at that. The Big City Wings collection. I dig it. Oh, they put it on the shirts. That's what's up. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, tons of stuff. Texans don't deserve it. Well, yeah, that's probably true. Um, can I be selfish and just show you the website that I've been busting my ass to work on? I know you guys don't give a shit. Most of y'all aren't streamers. 
Uh, but your boy had to, this is why part of the reason why we didn't have a show yesterday. If the Cougars would have won the national championships, I'm sure there would be some U of H merch. Oh yeah. Oh, for show. For show. Uh, their coverage is way better than the Chronicles. Mm-hmm. If the Rockets and Texans were, ter- were total garbage, Texans don't deserve it. All right. So this is your boy's, uh, site. And uh, and I'll post it in the chat. Not that y'all give a shit. Because most of you guys don't stream. And I get that. Like I said, it's a very niche, very niche market. And I don't have a ton of the stuff that I want to put up up at this time. But here's your boy's website that he's been building on and grinding on. And I was supposed I started this shit in November of last year, but it's called Stream Tease. And it's t-shirts for streamers. It says for streamers by streamers because your boy's a streamer. Uh, so this is what we have. I just have the four up right now and uh, I'll be putting up obviously a lot more. Um, but it's pretty simple right now. I mean, there's just not a lot to it. But here is the four um, shirts that I have for you. So this one says eat, sleep, stream. Eh, you know, do your thing. Uh, get, get, uh, repeat. It's pretty much all I do, eat, sleep, and stream, um, and comedy. But I didn't, most streamers wouldn't buy that on a shirt. But, uh, yeah, eat, sleep, stream, repeat. Um, uh, this is another one. Um, this is obviously a play on the, the Big Smalls Juicy song. It was all a stream. <sighs> Streamer things instead of Stranger Things. And then I just put out a logo T-shirt as well, just as Stream Tees logo. Uh, so that's that's up. It's launched, and then I just got to get all the rest of the designs and shit up. So that's what your boy's been on. Um, and I got to, like, I probably have, I don't know. How many ideas do I have on uh, for making, let's see, Evernote. I'm not using Evernote. What are you doing with your life? Evernote. There we go. Evernote. Let me see. How many do I have? Logan. I make a list of all my ideas for shirts. Let me see. Oh, where is it? What is it, sir? What is it? Uh, stream tease. Oh, my gosh. This is a lot. This is a lot, a lot. I probably have... I don't even know. Let me let me add this as a, as a numbered list. There we go. The 62, 72. I probably have about 85 ideas. That's not bad. That's a lot, right? That's a lot. I don't want to have too many in there. Just enough. I think 85 even might be too many. And not all of them would be great. Um, but, uh, yeah. We'll see. I'm just, it's going to be cool. Damn, Barry, you creative some bitch. <laughs> I appreciate you. Thank you, Dre. Uh, Paylon, you're going El Sabato, right? Uh, I don't know what that means. I don't know what any of that means. Uh, I have no idea. All right, so there you go. There's the there's the stream tease. That's what I've been working on. Hey, let's uh, let's talk a second. Uh, the Barry on Deck brackets. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Let's see how bad you guys are. Thank you, Alex. There you go. Look at that. Uh, your boy is in third because I'm a basketball savant. I'm a college basketball savant. You hear me? Panama, baby! <laughs> right now, 
truck driver Pussy is number one in the Barry on Deck Bracket Challenge. He's got uh, 630 points. He's got a 10-point lead over Steven Usyk, uh, the birthday boy. <laughs> Uh, little little Uzi Vert, and then Total Dallas and I are tied for third with six hundred and ten points each. Uh, nobody, and I repeat, nobody has a champion left. Hundred bucks get you in both games, huh? Oh, did you see how cheap the tickets are now for NCAA games? Why are they so cheap? Have they not been selling? Have they not been uh, Pookie picks San Diego State to be in the final four? Yeah, that's pretty good. Let's go look at this bracket. Let's look at this. Uh, let's look at this dude's bracket. Let's see. Yeah, he sure did. He had Houston and Gonzaga, San Diego State, and Memphis. So he still has San Diego State left. And they're probably probably going to beat FAU and he has them all the way to the finals. Fuck. Nobody's catching pussy. Pookie's the only one that can still score. Yeah, that's so fucked. So fucked. Let's see. Barry on deck. Let's see. Uzi, Total Dallas, me and Sylvia. We'll do top five. Yeah, Uzi's out. Oh, no, Uzi still has UConn in the final four, uh, but not advancing. So, uh, yeah, I guess I guess they can't score because, uh, yeah, oh, damn. And then over here you had Kansas State and Houston, Alabama, Houston, Marquette and Houston. Wow, okay. There you go. What's up, Joe Pro? Good to see you, buddy. Def- I mean, that's definitely not Joe Pro. I've been a lifelong San Diego State fan for about 10 days. Facts. Me too, buddy. Me too. Me too. All four have football programs. One in the power five, two in the group of five, and one is an independent. If this year's college basketball final four is the college football playoff, who would win Evil Death Sin? Oh, um, probably uh, Miami, right? Fading Houston and Texas would be the play in this bracket group. <laughs> Hundred percent. Um, yeah, I would say the answer to your question between Miami, San Diego, FAU, and UConn is Miami. Best football program? Hundred percent. Miami. No doubt. There's a no doubter. Uh I don't know San Diego State has a I didn't know San Diego State had a basketball program. I mean they did produce Kawhi Leonard, and that's it. There's like one other guy, but I don't know his name. I'll dedicate my win to Dre giving me roadhead when when made my brackets. Ah, oh, just don't stop. It just don't stop those guys. They're like brothers. They uh they're like truck driving brothers. I really, I really keep wondering. At some point, are Dre and Pookie going to fuck or what? Are they just going to get it over with and fuck? I'm ready for it. Totes ready for it. <sighs> what else do we need to talk about, kids? Um, that Sergio Romo thing was cool, but I don't feel like spending a lot of time on it. Um, what else? I think that's it. 
I got some, uh, let's see, let's see. One thing I didn't get to last week that I kind of wanted to talk about was hockey fans. <laughs> Trey said, fuck you. Uh, hockey fans are mad. Oh, Masters in a few weeks. Well, even though I said any film sessions. No. I was sent a couple of things, but nothing that tickled my fancy. Like, film sessions I'm pretty particular about. Like, it's got to have a certain feel or vibe to it. and Nothing right now. Um, And, yeah, we'll get to the Masters later. But I did want to talk about hockey for a second because hockey fans are pissed. Um... Their jerseys, the hockey jerseys, are now sponsored by Fanatics. And you might be like, well, who gives a shit? It's Fanatics. Nobody, nobody cares. Well, apparently Fanatics doesn't have the best reputation for uh, making stuff for people. Like, there's been a lot of fails. And I, I don't know. I mean... They're, they're basically now the new Jersey provider. I think Adidas was, was it, was it Adidas? Uh, where was it at? NHL previous uniform. Yeah. Adidas and Reebok decided to let the contracts expire. Adidas announced it in July of 2022. It would not return as the NHL, NHL supplier for hockey jerseys. I was going to say it's kits, but that's soccer. Uh, Nike, which already supplies uniforms, the NFL, NBA, and MLB doesn't have a huge presence in hockey. For that matter, neither do a lot of others. But they said Fanatics does um, uh, already owns apparel deals with all four major North American sports leagues and serves as an official partner with the NCAA, PGA Tour, Formula One, NASCAR, and MLS, among others. Uh, they already produce replica NHL jerseys for sale through their website, but they're going to start printing the official jerseys in 2024, 2025. And a lot of hockey fans are like, this is bullshit. This is stupid. And I was like, you know what? That's so stupid. Like, why are you guys so upset about this? What's the big deal? Why are you? Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, you. Yeah, that's not good. You order a Hughes hockey jersey and then 13 and 86 come on it. Mm. So this is why people are pissed, though, because they're like, oh, they're going to fuck this up. This isn't good, which I don't think I've ever ordered anything from Fanatics. I think I have a jersey. What is this? The 80s? <laughs> I think I I don't know. Let's go to their website. Let's let's see what they're. Fanatics. <sighs> okay. Um. Oh, they got, wow, really? I don't know if we need that in our life. They basically have regional champs. Hey, the South made for this. Okay, I see what you did there. San Diego State Aztecs are the South champions. The East champs are the FAU Owls. Midwest is Miami, and the West is UConn. Hey, I could do without it. Uh, basketball champs made for this, made for this, made for this. That's the women's. 
Like, some of them have the made for this, and some of them just have Final Four. I wonder if they were each team has its own. Like, oh, look, that's, uh, that's Adidas. Uh-huh. So I wonder what uh, the Nike is the made for this. Okay. Yeah, that's their thing. Got it. Um, Yeah, but so this is Fanatics. Do they have anything cool for, like, let's look at Astros. Let's see what they got. Astros related. Uh, Nope, nope, nope. No, 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 there you go, there you go, hey, truck driver Pookie, I found you a new shirt, buddy, got you a shirt, player, oh, so fancy, look, it makes a little point right down to your business, oh, that's so cute, you're gonna look so good in that, dude, I'm gonna get it for you. Well, they got gold hats. They got jerseys. Eh. Like, yeah, this is a uh, windbreaker action. They got like a bomber jacket. That's what I want. It's like a new bomber. These hats are ugly. Levershock sent me a photo of the new gold hat. Don't like it. Don't like it at all. It's like, is that, does it look this shitty because of the photo or is it just that shitty in person? It's like, yeah, it's that shitty in person. What in the Crayola crayon box bullshit is this? Dude, that's not even, what? They just be coming up with shit. Random ass shit. Oh, I like that Bagwell jersey, though. I fucks with that. I fucks with that. Let's see, Astros. Yeah, see that? I don't even like that trucker hat. That ain't good. Nope, nope, nope. <sighs> I mean, we'll go to page five. It's all the same. Yeah, see? So, Okay. They've got some okay stuff. Nothing, you know, crazy, I guess. So that's who's taking over for uh, Fanatics owns lids. Oh, do they? Do they? Do they? Well, let's shop by team. Hats. See, I I've been. You know what I really want is like a navy, like a true navy, uh, like all navy Astros hat with just the regular. Let's see, this like this. That's not bad, but I ain't paying forty two dollars. No, I'm good. I'm good. I don't even know what size I wear, but eh, I don't know. Eh, not for that. It ain't that hot. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I do like that Astro shirt. Uh, the random boxes, boxers, what? Oh, Astro's yoga pants. Yeah, that's they got some random ass shit. When I was setting up the Stream Tees website, you could do all that. You could add. I was like, yeah, I'm not adding no fucking Stream Tees yoga pants. Kind of weird ass shit is that? I don't think so. Uh, so you go, Fanatics taking over, making the jerseys. People are pissed, and apparently, Fanatics doesn't have the best uh, reputation. I'm. I don't think I've ever ordered anything. Alex said, "Make a hat, Barry." Uh, you mean like this? Oh, you mean make a hat on their website? What do you mean? 
uh, Alex. What do you mean? Is Stream Tees just you or do you have a partner? No, it's just me. That's it. Just me, buddy. Just me. You know, I found a niche and I'm going to try to make it happen, I guess. What is this? Oh. Um, that's the other thing I wanted to talk about. The kick soft drink was pretty good. Oh, shut up. Um, have you guys heard about kick? He meant on the website. Oh, like on stream tees. Make your own Astros hat. Oh, gotcha. 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 I guess I could, huh? I guess I could because I make my own hats. Where can I buy that BOD hat? So I'm hoping that these will be available for sale at the watch party. If they're not, then they will be available for sale at the roast of Houston sports on the fifth uh, at the improv. And then if you can't make it, um, I might throw a couple on the website. I just, I need to update the stores on both websites. Barry is funny and Barry on deck. Um, but yeah. We'll try to get a Barry on Deck hat out. Um, the guy's supposed to send me this stuff so I can make them this week. We'll see how that goes. Even though I said kick is the new Twitch. No, not Chuck Norris kick flip. Is there a dedicated stream day for lawn talk? I need help. What's up? Asymmetric risk. Ask your question. Ask your question and I, I shall help. We used to do it on Fridays, but we don't do a show on Fridays anymore. So what's up, d some of those hats look pretty good. Yeah, make a hat that's a uh, that's gray with BOD logo like the sweatshirt you have. Uh, not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Dick Willie said Rumble greater than YouTube. What the fuck is a Rumble, Dick Willie? This is a Rumble. Rumble. Your rights management video platform. Uh, I don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah, I have no idea. Is this like the new YouTube? Is that what that is? Um, but Kick is like the new version of Twitch. And if you haven't seen it, uh, everything I've seen about Kick, let's see, is it's like, uh, it's just a complete ripoff of Twitch. And I was like, oh, I don't think so. That's That's not probably the case at all. I think you guys are overreacting to to that hold on so this is kick right here well, let me pull it up this is kick a lot of people are jumping ship and leaving um leaving uh twitch they're leaving facebook live which facebook gaming is now dead apparently um, but everybody's kind of shutting all this shit down and headed to kick because, because here's the deal. We have 99 subscribers to this channel. That's a, we just lost another one. Uh, thank God for Patrick Randall. We'd have 88 salute you, sir. Thank you so much. At one point we hit 200. Um, this is tough sledding, I guess. Uh, 98 subscribers to the channel. 1,013 followers. That's dope. Um, but basically, when you subscribe, it's like five bucks, I think, depending on now where and how you do it. But essentially, it's a 50-50 split now with Twitch. So when you guys subscribe to the channel, Twitch gets 250. I get 250. 
um, that has changed that used to be some of the Twitch streamers when you made partner and when you were big time, it was a 70-30 split. So for every sub that you had, uh, you got 70% and Twitch got 30%. So of the five bucks, what is that? Uh, let's see. Five, no, God damn it. Five times 0.7. So of the five bucks, you got 350 and Twitch keeps a dollar 50. Now, Heck um, yeah. hey, Brandon, B Mart, thank you for the sub. to B Mart. That's what's up. Appreciate you, pimp. Um, 250. Cha ching. <laughs> Um, now we're at, now we're at 98. Now we're at 99. We were at 98. For some reason we lost a sub, uh, during the show, but, um, yeah, if you get the 70, 30 split, which is going away, it's three fifty. Um, but kick on the other hand is giving out 95%. They split at 95, five. So if you get a if you get a five dollar subscription on Kick, you make four seventy five, and Kick gets a quarter. Apparently, and this is all according to uh, what's his name with Alpha Gaming Channel, uh, Harris Heller. He's like Kick is owned by a gambling company, so all they really want you to do is gamble, and that's all they're really doing is um, you basically they want you to start investing or, or I guess gambling with them and shit like that. And that's where they're going to make their money and how they're going to make their money. It's supposedly a live streaming platform. That's very similar to Twitch, which in fact, if you look at it, if you look at the two, here you go, check it out. This is kick. All right. You can see that it's got the, the name kick browse with the, they call that a kebab menu search, log in and sign up. You got your recommended over here. And then you got your featured streams. And when you click on browse, it takes you to all the different channels that exist. Right? Uh, there you go. There's a there's a, a stream. Um, that said, if you look at... Uh, we go back to Kick. Let's take a look at Twitch. Twitch, following, browse, kebab menu, search, a few extra things, but then that. Hmm, Okay. And I imagine if I logged in, let me do that real quick. Let me log in. I think I created a, did I? I thought I signed up. I did sign up. Okay. So this is my login, right? So. There you go. Uh, so that's what it looks like. And then you got the browse, and then you got the recommended, and then you got the channels. Well, same thing. You got browse. This is the recommended, and I could probably make it bigger. And then you got your channels. So it's a very, very – let's go to just chatting, and let's go to browse uh, categories, pools, hot tubs. Where's just chatting at? I guarantee you they have one called oh, just chatting. I mean, they literally – literally ripped off uh houses on kick yeah that's the thing i mean 
houses on kick and, and some people are jumping ship and headed that way. But I don't know, like I'm torn. There's part of me. Steven, the weather guy said, wait, 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 wait. The three dots is called a kebab menu. Yeah. You didn't know that Steven? That's uh, that's a kebab menu. And then the three, the three lines like on mobile is called a hamburger menu. <laughs> Holy shit, a kebab. Shit kebab. I smell an infringement lawsuit. Oh, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. Uh, Evil Death said you could do both, right? No, you're, you're not allowed to do both. If you're a Twitch affiliate or a Twitch partner, <clears throat> you cannot live stream on kick at the same time. You would have to do it differently. So if I wanted to live stream here and on kick at the same time, can't do it. That would be a violation of the affiliate program. And I could uh, not only lose my affiliate status, but I could lose the ability to uh, live stream and make money. And they could shut my channel down. Um, yeah. So kind of like a, you can't live stream on Twitch and YouTube. You can't live stream on Twitch and Facebook. However, you can live stream on Facebook and YouTube at the same time. And YouTube and Facebook at the same time. And YouTube and Kick and Facebook and Kick. And you could do all three of those. But Twitch has an exclusivity clause for their partners and affiliates <clears throat> so the question becomes what is kick going to be is this going to supplant and replace twitch I, I don't know i don't know i mean i have claimed the barry on deck show uh space on kick and you never want to be last to one of these you know what i mean like like, if you were an early adopter of TikTok, then you probably in good shape. If you were an early adopter of, you know, Twitter or any of these new platforms, you're in good shape. And some of them go away and never amount to anything. And some of them eventually take off. Like, I remember TikTok for a while. <clears throat> TikTok was nothing more than you would download a movie clip and lip sync to it. That's what TikTok was originally. And then they revamped the platform and what it did, and now it's blown up. So I don't know. My kids used to game on Kick years ago, or is this a different company? Yeah, it's K I C K, not K I K. Ask Trey on deck to start a channel over there. <laughs> that's funny. Um, uh, that's funny. I just saw a guy putting up the letters on a Popeye sign. He had Strawby, and I shouted to him, "Too many E's." <laughs> that's funny, Total Dallas. The question is, who has more money for infringement lawyers? I don't know. I mean, Kick is owned by uh, who owns Kick? Let's see. It's owned by some casino company. Who owns Kick? Chris Rodrigo. Seven hours ago, who owns Kick? The fledgling Twitch streaming rival. Uh, is Kick a sham? That's the big thing people are worried about is like, is this a, what's going to happen? Like if you, cause here's the thing, like I moved this show from YouTube to Twitch and it was at the beginning of this year, at last year, I should say at the beginning of 2022, we started in May of 2020 and we went for a year and a half on YouTube exclusively dying on the vine on YouTube, no growth opportunities. And then came over here and, um, and we've been growing. I mean, we it's been a lot better. It's a lot more fun. Party atmosphere. We get raided. We raid. Um, 
so it, it was the right move, but I, I, I had to make sure it was done at the right time. You know what I mean? Now, did we lose some viewers? Yeah, we lost some diehards and some regulars that either can't get Twitch at work or didn't want to switch to the platform because they didn't like it. Uh, some of you didn't like the switch, but you did, and I love you, and I appreciate you. And then once you did, you're like, okay, I kind of like this now. This is better. Like, when we go to YouTube, it feels different. It's not as it's not as good when we do the private hour on YouTube. Um, maybe we'll start doing the private hour on kick. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but just did a Google, and it looks like Amazon may be trying to shut them down. Oh, yeah, Amazon owns Twitch. So, yeah, 100%. You're not going to out Am you're not gonna out money Amazon. But, but yeah, I, so the move, I, I didn't take it lightly, and it was a big decision. So if I were going to jump ship to kick, it'd have to be a huge decision to do that. Um, Ray has put hashtag rip to bean. Well, one, God damn it, you got to let it go for fuck's sake, Reyes. Two, that was never meant to be a platform that we moved to. It was a, It was meant to be a... Uh, a support platform and a platform where maybe we could add some, uh, grow the show, right? Pick up some, some listeners and whatnot. It just never materialized and this shit happens. Uh, but it wasn't a big change for you guys to, to watch, but moving platforms is so, uh, I'm a little concerned, but I don't know. I don't know if, if it's worth it. Don't know. Uh, speaking of raids, mods, do your job. Seasons that watch me not. <laughs> um but yeah I, I there's a there is a Barry on deck kick channel let's see and they even call their thing the creator dashboard that's hilarious like they don't give a fuck they stole everything from twitch i wonder if whoever did it was like used to work at twitch and just took all the source code i was like eh fuck it we'll do it i mean like down to the t they're they're definitely gonna get sued uh, whoever owns kick is better than Jeff Bezos owning Twitch. <laughs> Joe Pro said, nah, let's just hang out here. I don't trust new things. I kind of feel the same way. I don't, I'm not ready to do it just yet. Uh, I needed to prove it. Uh, it's too much at risk for me. So, um, I think that's it folks. I think I'm gonna call it, get some work done. We got about 20 minutes left in the show and I know I'm shortchanging you. And normally I wouldn't do that. I'd be hanging out with you, but I still got a ton of stuff to do this week uh, to get ramped up for Friday at Hop Scholar, Saturday at uh, Kobo's, and then next Wednesday at the Improv. Uh, I got to get a bunch of videos cut for ads for Facebook, and I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing uh, for those shows, and I still need to make some marketing and ad material for stream tees and uh, i gotta cut some videos for barry on deck i gotta cut some videos for comedy i got a bunch of shit i owe merch all kinds of shit so we're gonna call it i'm shortchanging you a little bit but bear with your boy it's not normal that i would leave early but i just need to get some shit done do we have a time for saturday yet yeah uh it's looking like about five o'clock Five o'clock, uh, roughly. But it's you know we're just gonna watch the final four. So I would I would try to be there. I mean if you wanna if you wanna your pick of the spots and seats and all that, you better try to get there maybe closer to 4:45, 4:30. Not a bad idea. Hey, what's up, Jesus? Appreciate you, buddy. 
Pookie said, get those hats ready, Barry. I'm coming for one. Nice. Very nice. I like. Uh, I got to I gotta work on the, the sticky part here thing. I'll get that knocked out. But dude's got to send me the patches in time. I ordered them. Don't know if they'll be here in time. So we're fingers crossed. Uh, what's up, Uriel? Thank you, buddy. I bet D-Mod is still keeping his time notebook in the hospital. Probably, Steven. Probably. AJ said, did you get my email? Ah. Uh, Question, AJB. Let me check. Oh, oh, look at that. The the guy just shipped the patches today, so they should be in. Nice. Um, if uh, if you sent me, Aaron, I uh, let me check spam folder. Ah, I was in my spam. Not spam. Son of a bitch! I did get it, and uh, I'll open it up when this show's over, and I'll respond accordingly, Aaron. I appreciate you, buddy. Hey, man, thank you to all... Oh, P-Randizzle coming through in the clutch so big. Thank you for the 10 gifted subs, buddy. Uh, thank you for everybody else that resubscribed. Thank you for the cheers and the hype train. Thank you for the follows. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the support. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you, Deckhead, so much, man. Sorry I'm bouncing early. It's just one of those, you know, weeks and, and uh, two-week windows. So we'll be through it. Uh, all right. Well, I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey, don't forget, if you're going to Kobo's tomorrow, I'm going to make a post about it on Discord and Patreon and on socials. But don't forget, Rockaberry on deck shirt. Rockaberry on deck wristband. Uh, what other swag do have? I don't know. Wear your, wear your Christmas ornament. I don't know. Uh, but rock something very on deck related and get you an extra raffle uh, ticket to be able to take pictures with the Astros World Series trophy. All right, until I talk to you guys tomorrow, do me three favors. Be safe, be kind, and most importantly, love each other. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Bye. What the hell? Daddy's making a YouTube video.